It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, What's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. Look at the cycle logs into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound It's gonna ever keep me down. Live. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. (laughs) What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. I love when the guest texts me right as the show starts to ask me how to get here. Well, my friend, there's there's no way to get here. Hold on, which microphone are you? I forget. There you go. Hey. Hey, Tommy. Uh, hello, Pat. Hey there. Happy birthday, Pat. Thanks, Happy B. birthday, yeah. Pat. I didn't even know it was your birthday. I feel terrible. Why? I feel awful. I don't know. Because I should remember I those things. I'm old. I creak. I just, I feel like we were at the bar celebrating your birthday like a week ago with Greg. The big five zero. That's what happens when you get old. Unbelievable. Everybody seems like a week ago. Pat showed up here all dressed up. I'm like, what are you dressed up for? He's like, nothing. You know, I just, it's my birthday. <laughs> I make myself feel proud. So in the, in the spirit of that, hold on one second. I hope you're not going to play happy birthday because there's major royalties going on in that. I'm going to put on a suit jacket. Here, Tommy, I brought one oh, for you. We, a, that one has moth holes in it. Don't worry about <laughs> fucking it up. Naturally. Thank you. I still have to learn how to tie a tie, by the way. You, guys have you to, don't know how to tie a tie? I, I'm 38 and I don't know how to tie a tie. You don't even know how to make like a regular... The clip-on ones, but holy shit, yeah, it's dude, that's fucking mean. bad. Yeah, that's. I mean, I can't make the regular. I've been to like. I can't. I do the cheating one. What is that? A half Windsor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half Windsor. That's bullshit too. Squares. I've been to like two weddings and a funeral in my life. I have a nice corduroy jacket here. <laughs> you guys all have jackets on. I took my jacket off. <laughs> I, I can't tell You're if we're dressed up. I can't tell if we're either like MSG <laughs> announcers or we're the replacements. <laughs> This all ties in with my sport jacket theme. Uh, you, have, you have a great broadcaster look with the uh, the jacket, the tie, and the yeah. shorts. And the shorts. I think I know how I'm going to tie this tie. I'm home. wearing cargo shorts and uh, flip flops. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> put my tie on right now and tie it like a like a chooch. <laughs> Tommy's tying his around his head because he doesn't know how to tie a tie. Put it over your microphone. <laughs> Here we go. I don't know how to tie a tie, apparently, either. There we are. Now we're all dressed up right. for Pat's birthday. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Thanks, Happy birthday, guys. Pat. My so, God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm not going to ask you your why? age. Because it's, you're like one of my, one of my best friends in the world. I should know. Oh, get the fuck out of here. You should know when your birthday not, is. It's I'm ridiculous. Not, I've not, known you since I was 16. I'm not eight. I'm not going like, <laughs> to fucking I throw know. a shit fit that nobody remembers my birthday. This jacket <laughs> actually fits me pretty good. Uh, Chuchukas wants to know if you can print a tie out. <laughs> That's what you should do. Just yeah. make shirts with the tie on them. You know, I've actually had inquiries for people getting ties printed for like Warp Tour and shit, but uh, it's it's pretty impossible. To that do. sounds pretty punk, dude. Yeah, it sounds like a whole stadium that doesn't know how to tie a tie. Yeah. <laughs> it's Avril Lavigne. <laughs> we're all dressed up here now and live from the Brudge. Holy crap! I'm sorry, Pat. Happy birthday. Thanks, B. I feel terrible that Why? I forgot. That. I don't know because I have something I should have. I should know. Oh, stop it. That's, I'm embarrassed. Like I said earlier, oh, you embarrassed myself. Oh, you! If we were friends on Facebook, Pat, I would have wished you a happy birthday and get you like a singing cat gram or something. But uh, <laughs> I didn't see any birthday. He probably doesn't have his birthday on. Right, there. right. He's one of those guys. One of those, yeah. No, I think my birthday's on there. 
when, when I'm on, I'm always on mobile. I'm like never on Facebook on the computer unless I'm doing something something for the show. Yeah. Well, now we're giving you the barrage bump. And so. the, like the birthdays don't come up on the phone unless mm, you like go to don't. events or something. You know, you have to mm. ser- seek them out. So if I haven't wished you a happy birthday, I apologize. Thank you. <laughs> Goes for everyone. He's not putting a tie on for you fuckers though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, I, look, I don't know what I look like. Yeah, clown stand-up comedian broadcast. We look one of the, like like those mobile ESPN units, like outside of a stadium with like a fake green screen. You know? <laughs> I have to text Justin Foley of the Austerity Program back. Who are our guests today? The Austerity Program both will be live and in studio promoting their new album, which I could never remember the name of it. That's a great album title. It's called Beyond Calculation, and that's out now on their website. Or sturdyprogram.com, and of course, Controlled Burn Records, the new record label. It used to be on Hydrahead, then Hydrahead uh, folded up there. So, all right, uh, Justin's messaging me. He wants to know which subway stop is closest to my house. Well, he's going to in for he's in for a uh, rude awakening, a train a treat, Main Street flushing. I thought we had cars for these people, but that's like two miles, two right? miles away. <laughs> We had cars last week picking up guests. Why can't we do that this time? <laughs> I can't listen. I can't. Uh, I can't be sending cars out every week. You can't. You surely can't send a car to Main Street. <laughs> yeah, the plan was that Thad was going to drive him. I don't know what happened to that plan. At exactly eight oh one, they start uh, texting me. I feel bad for my employee. We just finished a gig like thirty minutes ago at Belmont, and uh, he's like, "So you're taking me back to Williamsburg?" I'm like, "Nope." I gotta <laughs> so I dropped him off the corner of Taco Bell over here. Still looking for a cab, probably. See you later. <laughs> Sorry, Miles. That's right, Mr. King, uh, or the Cardone Zone on the chat box. Rather, <laughs> everyone wishing Pat a happy birthday. Yeah, Br- Bradley Weisenberger can't tie a tie. Holy shit! No one can hey. believe it. I mean, come on, dude. No, what are you doing? I think he's reacting to. The fact that Tommy can't talk. Yes, that's what he's saying. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, I got it. I got it. I, I have. I'm. I'm Brad, Mr. Punk I Rock. Brad Weisenberg can we get your Can we get your dad on the air and 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 push him down the stairs? My, no, my dad him. would kick my ass if he heard me admit that out loud. Really? Yeah, because he's he's I a maitre maybe, d at the Hilton. He, oh, you know, yeah. Come on. I thought maybe it was a cultural thing. Like he never had to tie a tie or something because he's from a different country. He would mock me right now. He's like, well, "How many times do I teach you?" I can't, <laughs> I can't believe we never found out his dad worked at the Hiltron. <laughs> oh yeah, the Hiltitron. What'd your dad do there? He was a Mater D? Yeah, 30 years, man. Mater wow. D? Wow. Yeah. That guy, man. It's crazy. He goes from Long Bandara Island. is a Mater B. <laughs> he drives all the way to like 179th Street or whatever, and then he takes a subway all the way in, schlepping around. He's 72. He's been doing that nonstop. He doesn't even want to retire. It's crazy. Mm. Okay, Thad's going to pick Justin up at the stu- subway stop. Thank you. Now, you see, these guys are pretty smart. They could figure it out. They're, look, they make smart records, right? <laughs> and I have the old record. I'll play that on the break, and then they're going to bring me the new record, real records, vinyl tapes, LP tapes, and uh, I'll be playing the new. Hopefully, some of the if they let me. Yeah, I'm playing it. Fuck them, and uh, we'll play some of the new austerity they're, they're, program. They're kind of here to promote it. I, I yeah. assume they'd want you. Yeah, to play. I think that's the deal, right? Uh, it's only been like a hundred shows. I don't know how radio works. I'm pretty you guys sure. Got anything to plug? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Just here to hang Not out. Not us. We wanted some Bud Light Lime. Yeah. <laughs> I almost <laughs> picked that up. Holding. I'm going to, next time I see Brad Weissenberger, hopefully, which will be soon, we'll see, uh, maybe he'll teach me how to tie a tie the correct way. Well, I guess Pat could teach me after the show. And then I'll learn from you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I could tie it like the, you know, the cheapo way. It's the, you yeah. know, you know, Was half that a, Windsor. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's essentially the same thing. Another it's just step. going around another loop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. I could just watch a YouTube video for yeah. 10 minutes, two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, there's good ones with, uh. With uh, sexy girls teaching how to tie a tie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched one with, uh, with one of those sexy ladies uh, 
installing a dimmer switch. <laughs> like these guys, these people are freaking retarded. Lighting themselves up in yeah. Romex. Yeah. Don't forget to ground it. And she's got like her boobs out and stuff. That's whatever gets no. the hits. <laughs> I don't think that's... Uh, OSHA doesn't approve of your attire. She's never seen what's going on behind my light switch. It's a fucking mess back there. I take that thing apart. My house built in 1921. All the wires start crumbling. There's cloth wire. Yeah, where's that chick with her bikini cloth now? Wire. Everything's all nice and you know rubber and sanitized in her house. Bullshit. Hey, where's, uh, where's Ryan? That's a good question, Tommy. I'm glad you asked that. Ryan cannot make it tonight. I, I think, and I might be wrong... That this might be the first show that Ryan has missed since no. he's been on the air. I mean, I know the first couple shows we didn't have him on, like maybe the there first was, five or six. There was a, a a couple where he came in late, but I don't I don't think he's missed a show. I don't think he's missed a whole mm. one. I texted him before. He said, "I'm out. I'm disappointed. There'll be no game." Uh, you know, I do my I do plan on playing a little crap, not crap with austerity program because I'm interested in seeing it. But th- that'll be about it, I guess. When I bend over, scream into my ass. What do I? I I called Ryan tonight and I said, "Are you coming on the uh, show?" And I and he said, "No." And I said, "Well, what about the audience?" And he said, "Fuck the audience." And it was, uh, what the fuck, Mixmaster John over here? It wasn't nice. Yeah. <laughs> I once farted at the beginning of Master of Puppets. <laughs> Who needs there them? Who needs them? We Do got you know where I could score some goofballs. <laughs> Not that kind of show. <laughs> Poor Ryan. So we, you know, thank you, Ryan. He's uh, he's been a. A loyal soldier. He's here every week. He comes up with the freaking game every week. Can't get down on him, yeah. if he, especially if he has work. Work is work. God damn right. If you got to work, you got to work. I Which felt bad. brings me to my next point. <laughs> we had to cancel that show, and I hate canceling shows. As do I. Even though it was a, a last-minute kind of deal, but it, things got all miscombrooled. Last and, night? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Well, there was a misunderstanding that I thought we were going on at eleven, and then the, was, then all of a sudden we were going on at one o'clock no, in the we, morning. We thought we were no, we we thought we were going on at midnight. Wow. That was what we were told initially. I and was then, never told that, and then I only know from the event page that it said eleven. Yeah, but we but that's standard practices to push back. Anyway, regardless, there was miscommunication. But we were trying to get in touch with the venue, and anybody from the venue wouldn't call us back for like three fucking days. Or grand victory, Wednesday night no. just started. Some other place in yeah, Story. Yeah, don't place. Oh, Story. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, then all nice guys trying to get us a show and stuff, but uh, you know, we can't. We have work the next morning. We can't be out till three thirty in the fucking morning. But not that. I'm not going on at one a.m. to an empty room on a Thursday. Right. Who's going to be there? Left yeah. at one o'clock. This mm-hmm. reminds me of a story. If I'm sorry, Schaefer, the Dark Lord. Big, big difference between midnight and one a.m. Tell that right? Schaefer to do an extra half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an old vaudeville act. <laughs> Tell Schaefer he goes on first. When we He's were... doing another half an hour. He's got the material. <laughs> you can just hit buttons on that computer. Knock out another one. <laughs> when we were like 16 you years old. You can just old. do the bender forever and ever 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 and ever. John were... checked his watch. That played on radio. <laughs> <laughs> when we were like 16 years old, uh, my old band Latex, we... Played. Uh, we got. A, I booked us a gig at CBGB's, and mm. we were like, you know, we're sixteen. We don't even know how to drive yet. So our old drummer Hobbs, his dad had to drive <laughs> us, and he was like a New York City cop. And this, you know, pretty long time ago, the battery wasn't that great. So he's like, "When's the gig?" And we're like, "We're on at nine o'clock." And he's like, "All right, I'll I'll drive." And we packed all the drums in his big like Capri Classic cop car, and we get there, and Louise or whatever was booking it. She's like, uh, "Listen, uh, time's got changed up. You got to go on at one o'clock." And he was like, oh, no. And he threw us back in the car, and we drove, and we never fucking played CBGB's. <laughs> you didn't miss much, really. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Was it a Monday? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. For us, a 16-year-old's got... Uh, we do apologize. So there's nothing worse than canceling shows. I hate bands that do that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I hate being the band that does that. This one was just a mess from the beginning. Yeah, well, it wasn't like it was, it was set in stone or anything like that. Like We only got a call about it on Saturday morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Sunday morning, rather. That's that's an interesting show there, Risk Reward, Shafe the D. Mm. Well, I think he was just kind of scrambling fun, for yeah. anybody who would have done it, because we heard like a week before that... Or, or something like that. Yeah. He asked us to do it, so it would have been fun. Have you guys ever played with him before? I th- I have with the fuck flicks. Dude, that sounds like a more like a, a but a no, I don't appropriate think pairing. Risk award. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about that pairing shit. I really don't. I don't know. Does that bother you, Pat? What? I think you know. I don't. I don't mind playing with all different genres of bands. It doesn't doesn't make a difference to me. I don't I'm know fine with that. Yeah. Once we're not playing with a white funk band, <laughs> yeah, right? Only Gunga fans. No, as long as everybody's good. I don't. I, I give a crap uh, what kind of music they're playing. Mm. Doesn't bother me. Thank you. Once they're all like minded. Yeah. yeah. I mean, socially, it makes total sense since all the same groups of friends and stuff. Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Are those guys still on the subway? Oh, I don't know. They, they should be here by 9 o'clock. So that's that's what time they're scheduled to be here, and uh, I can't wait to talk to those guys. Justin Foley's a great guy. Thad, Thad, take it ace, and Justin Foney's coming in here. And they're both good guys. They're, their band is awesome. Tremendous. Go to austerityprogram.com and check that shit out or YouTube that crap. Right now, but do it in a different tab. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of sports. I got uh, a bunch of questions for those guys, and... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, what's your name, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> You're sitting in Ryan's seat. You're confusing me. Um, I was just watching the sports on TV. So how how heartbroken were you on uh, Wednesday with that Rangers loss? Uh, pretty heartbroken. I'll tell you what. I I went to go see the comedian Eddie Pepitone. Brilliant comedian. Uh, and uh, also a big Rangers fan. And uh, he, he's taping his comedy special. It was great at the Bell House. Ten bucks. And uh, we went there the night before he taped the first part of it, which I guess was he probably did the same hour long act and they'll edit the two shows kind of together, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so wait a minute, was, wait a minute. You went to go see a stand up comedian on the first opening night of the Rangers well, Stanley I, Cup? I bought the tickets a month ago. How was I to know the schedule doesn't come out until the, the, right. the teams are finished playing the last round? Mm-hmm. So uh, what happens was, and I, I, I love to go see Eddie Pepton. I knew we'd be done by the second period and I w- would watch the third period in the bar anyway. So the show starts exactly when the game starts, and Eddie Pepitone, uh, also Colin Quinn, opened up too, who, who was hilarious. He, <laughs> he grew up like a block away from the Bell House, and he just did like five minutes of racist material. <laughs> it's like, what the hell are you really? doing? Well, just yeah, it was it was like you know, not acceptable maybe for 2014. <laughs> it's so strange to me that guy's He's like got a comedy time machine. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but he he had some. I'm not gonna explain his bits because that's like lame, you know. But it was funny, and uh, he only went on for five minutes. Another comedian for five minutes, and then Eddie Pepitone did an hour to tape his special. So I guess they have these opening guys come in as kind of a name to make sure the place is filled up the night before. He had Todd Barry opening, right. so. You know, you, you don't want the last thing you want is empty seats. The first one sold out, thank God for him. And I think they had like this one was sold out too. It had a couple maybe extra seats that they were looking to fill, like towards the towards showtime. You know, right. And uh, so Eddie Pepitone's a big Ranger fan too, and he was killing him to to do it. He was like, want to watch the game, and we're like, I w- I wore my Rangers jersey to the show, like a total chooch, <laughs> and looking like a bandwagon like, jumper. Yeah, yeah, we're holding like. Scores up to him. He's doing his act. He's like, oh, now all I want to do is watch the Rangers game, holding up like two to one. <laughs> so he was brilliant. I'll play some of them on the break if you've never heard Eddie Pepitone. I think I have a good 
good clip. That's a uh, a decent starting point. I heard they changed the name of Bryant Park to Bandwagon Park. <laughs> <laughs> I sit quietly in the corner. But the fun part was, and it wasn't fun that they lost, but I got to watch the third period in overtime with Eddie Pepitone because nobody else in the fucking bell house gave a shit about hockey except for the doorman who was like this heavily tattooed biker looking dude who was way into it. So it's us three standing in front of the screen. That's awesome. Like freaking out. And he's got a glad hand with everyone after the show and take pictures and how you doing? And it's, it's he's like, he's trying to watch the television. I love that venue. I, I once performed there place. actually with uh, that band, Mr. Brownstone, the Guns N' Roses tribute band. <laughs> of course you did. But it was really weird because you we played there with Mr. Brownstone. You didn't perform well, shit. I, I perform as a, <laughs> I should clarify, I'm not in that band. I play the part of a fake stage roadie who gets dressed up like in a mullet wig and cut off gloves. And Sounds hilarious. Because he did perform there. Yeah. But, but we were the headliner over five comedians. It was all five comedians and then us. And it was like John Hodgman and David Cross. And it was like a serious bill. It was sold out. Mm. And at the very end, and uh, they all kind of came up song by song and like faux performed with us. And there was a time when Eugene Merman got up there and he like grabbed the bass and started playing, but he didn't know how to play. So I had to slip my hands underneath his arm and play for him. There you go. And then David Cross came out and uh, he sang Paradise City with us. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched the rest of the game. Then David Cross went on the internet and complained that he's not a sellout. It goes to overtime, freaking out. The Rangers looked terrible in the third period. We were outshot like twenty to three or something ridiculous like that. And uh, we, you know, we the Rangers came out and and it was two made it two to nothing in the first period. It was the game's looking great. Stanley Cup final. We're like off to the races. The fast paced. We're faster than the Kings. And then uh, third period, even though they didn't score any goals, was horrible. It was two to two. And they tied it up, and then there was overtime. And uh, defenseman Dan Girardi, which uh, this is on a loop on the NHL channel over and over again, just just made one of the worst turnovers I've ever seen in professional hockey in my life. That was pretty bad. That last Went play. down on his knees. Yeah. Well, yeah, the last play. And then they, he turned over the puck, and, uh, and that was it. He just walk out of the place in disgust. Six more games, Trump. Yeah. No, I know. But now I'm happy with it. Listen. You're wearing a sports coat. That's all that matters. You, you take the Kings – to overtime in their own house, first game. That's okay. Show them that we mean business. Now, if you take a split back home, I'm way happy with that. Mm. Way happy with taking one and one back to the guard. I'm taking your Monday. sports opinion so much more seriously with that corduroy <laughs> jacket. I'm fucking saying, dude. <laughs> I feel I'm more actually like, like wrapped. <laughs> yeah. This is why we need video in here so people can actually see this. I will be at the at the garden on Wednesday, hopefully. Oh yeah, broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah, if, go just like that with the headphones in. I know. I show. I'm going to get the Rangers emblem and put yeah, it on their yeah, yeah. pocket. You know. Did you see the uh, the Onion article that I posted? <laughs> Let's go on Rangers. Facebook? Uh, yes. <laughs> and I I went to get a YouTube video of goalies scoring and to post it up there, but they were all kind of crappy. There's like there's Wendell like Clark. seven goalies scoring. No, Wendell Clark wasn't a goalie, but. Oh, Bro- no, not Wendell Clark. Uh, fucking uh, Patrick Hextall. Hextall. done it like three times. Brodor scored twice, and it's all with an empty net. What's yeah. the headline for the Onion Pat? Uh, uh, what is it? I, I'll I'll look okay. it up so I don't botch it. Right. We have video. <laughs> Are we on? No, there's no video, is there? Just take the tape off. And let no. him see for a second. That's right. You're on Sports Talk. Lundqvist's gonna have to step up his game <laughs> if he wants to succeed. Actually, Lundqvist was brilliant. He did a brilliant job. He always does. Fantastic. So, I mean, I feel good to get the first game out of the way. I think that uh, you know, after five days off or whatever it was. They uh, they got to get back in there and get their feet wet. I hate the days off. People are like, oh, they get rest. Yeah, but five is way too many. And then you just get out of the rhythm. 
Wait, they went all the way from Wednesday to Saturday. Well, they have to wait for they won, and they had to wait for the Kings and the Blackhawks to finish, oh, and then they have to schedule the the finals. It's a whole freaking rigmarole, you know. And then they got to freeze the ice. I, I the guy at the they got to freeze the ice. I actually checked this out. I, I won't. It's it's water when they start when the, when they before they schedule, and then they're like, all right, we know who's playing. It's the Kings and the Rangers. Freeze the ice. <laughs> well, and then they come out and freeze it. I, I went to a bar, and I won't say what the bar. Ghostbusters like guns. Yeah, and they, yeah. They put, they freeze the ice. <laughs> went to a sports bar in Williamsburg to watch like the the second half of the game, and the owner Which there. Go to Mulholland's. Yeah, mm-hmm. the owner there. He um, it's even tough to get in the bars in Manhattan when the game's away. It, they're packed. Is it really? Yeah, go ahead. No, he was just saying like, uh, well, at least near the garden. He was complaining. He really knows his sports. He was complaining about the ice over there being pretty shitty because it's uh, they just they. They put it on top of the basketball court instead of underneath it or something like that. I forget. I thought it was the other way around. I thought they put the basketball court on top of the ice. At the garden, the basketball court goes on top of the ice. Yeah. Yeah, but no, this way it's like the ice goes on top of it. Oh, that's really? why it's such shitty ice. Uh, you were saying? Yeah. Like, you know, both teams have to play in the same shitty ice, so I'm not really, I don't know if I buy that too right. much, you know. Shitty ice is my least favorite ACDC yeah. album. <laughs> <laughs> shitty ice! <laughs> you know, there's. It looked like there were no problems with the ice that I was that I saw. I mean, everyone was flying around. The game was very fast paced, and and thank you for reminding me, Bradley. The Pittsburgh Penguins held a press conference today, and you know how we uh, we you know beat the Penguins, came back from three to one with Crosby coming to the Rangers. No, please uh, be quiet during the sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. They've uh, Pittsburgh Penguins named a new GM and promptly fired head coach Dan Blysma. Mm-hmm. So fuck him. You're welcome, Brad. We've gotten his ass fired for you, and that guy's a scumbag, and he could stick the Stanley Cup straight up his ass. What is Owen that, thinking about that? Owen doesn't like it. The new GM is a, is a failure. He's a loser. That press conference call immediately after elimination must yeah. make everybody fucking wet themselves in right. the entire organization. Because yeah. well, you know it just means axing. Kind of the whole yep. uh, the strategy behind not firing him right after the they waited till now is is also so I guess he can't talk to other teams while he's under contract. They really try to fuck you. They're yeah. like, fuck him. So mm-hmm. they kind of screwed him over getting another job. Fun. Fun stuff. <laughs> 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 fuck Pittsburgh. Fuck Kyle. Yep. Fuck Owen. And fuck Dan Blysma. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so uh, the Onion uh, Sports headline. Rangers counting on Henrik Lundqvist to step up on offense. You <laughs> want the goalie scoring <laughs> Quote Enrique is obviously a huge reason We've made it this far But we all know He'll have to come up big And score some goals If we're going to stand Any chance of beating the Kings Alright Will you please Play the old sports song Play the old sports please. song Please <laughs> Please Quote There's no question That we're counting on him To create assists And put shots on net Enrique is our best chance To generate some offense So if he can't be A potent goal scoring threat I don't know if we can Win this series <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that onion sports. Those darn just, onion sports. You know, I just articles. went to, to my Facebook page. There's somebody who tends bar in my uncle's bar in Ireland, and he keeps tagging me in pictures. But I think, like, he just clicks on the autofill, and there's, like, I mean, there's about a billion Patrick Walsh's. But he keeps tagging me in these pictures of obese people that I don't know. And I keep getting tagged in these, in these pictures. And Pat's let himself go. Irish problems. <laughs> I don't know who any of these people are. Like, look, look at this. 
These are pictures I'm getting tagged in. That's Chooch Marone over there. How do I? That guy looks like, like a Mr. Whipple. Yeah, but this is like a brand new like social problem that I have now. How am I going to tell this guy to stop fucking tagging me in pictures of people that I don't know? Yeah, you well, know, it's, it's going to be hard to explain to one, the older generation, and two, the Irish people. You, <laughs> you think it's a double got, whammy? Yeah, you, you're, you're fighting on two fronts here. I think you just let it go. Just yeah. you know what? Just untag yourself. That's all. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. I could yeah, do you that. could do that. Mm. I've been see, doing again, that like crazy because people think mm. they're funny and tag me and shit, and I'm like, ah, fuck. So then the first thing you see when you go on my page, like even if you're, you're not my friend or whatever, some picture of like you know a, a plate of eggs, somebody giving the dildo a finger or something. <laughs> <laughs> I told a joke today on Facebook that was so bad I had to hide it from 62 people. <laughs> so if you saw that joke before, you're congratulations. I had to. There was what was it? I went. I, I tried to reword it differently to to soften, and I said, "No, it can't work like this. It can only work one way. It's got to be short, staccato, and it, this is how it has to be." And I. <laughs> and then you regretted it. No, well, no, I don't regret. What's it. the joke? Uh, what did I write? Um, or at least the topic. Uh, what are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Khakis. Plus, I want to suck your husband's cock. <laughs> Not appropriate for face. Also, it doesn't work on the radio. Only works right. in print, really. Right. That's a print joke. Yeah, print joke. Yeah. Going to take that on the on the stand-up circuit. You know, that one's ready for prime time, huh? It's it's a specific <laughs> audience. For that one. I don't think I've ever written yeah. "suck cock" yeah. before. You should, you should. Save, save that for your first insurance convention that you work yeah. in, that, in that blazer. Yeah, it's a cut out ten percent of it. I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot about that girl from high school. She's not going to appreciate that at all. Get out of here, mom. Have you ever thought? I about- like the idea of you working the crowd at an insurance convention. <laughs> yeah. So, State Farm. Anybody here work for State Farm? I got a joke. That co- they play that commercial so much, and I'm just like, just suck the guy's cock already, and be- call it a day. Carlin Reed, you're on the air live from the brunch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he sounds hideous. <laughs> well, he's a dude, and that's like a homophobic, hom- homophonic. <laughs> you're on the, you're on the homophone. The homophone. Um, it, it's it's kind of like an like. Kind of an insulting to gaze that commercial, no? It's uh, not the most legit one, no. It's a little on the line there, yeah. Right. Like, I'm not going to get all worked up about it, but I think it's. I think that since these things go through all this vetting and they watch it a million times before they air it, that it's a little. It's a little shady that he says, "Well, that he's a he's a guy." At the end, it's like what guys don't fucking talk to each other on the phone in the middle of the night, wanting to suck each other's dicks. <laughs> I don't, I have no, no idea man, they do that. They do that on on the. They got an app for that shit. They don't do that on their speaking phone. <laughs> they do that. What is it? Sucking. You don't do that on your speaking minutes. You do that on your your fucking free Wi-Fi shits. <laughs> I, what's going on, Carl? I mean, that's what I've heard. You know. <laughs> so you're heard. not an authority. Listen, I have the iTunes receipts. All those receipts go straight to my. Uh, I, iTunes, so like anybody could see them. I don't want my wife seeing that I bought some gay app, you know, the meet up, meet dudes app or meet something. Meet M E A T. What's going on there, Carlins? How are oh, you? Oh, not much. You know, it's funny because then uh, caller ID does you, and I was going to call and make a crack and hang up, you know, like a punk, but uh, here I am. Oh, well, I always <laughs> like talking to you. Hey, how do you like the, the, the stamps group? Wild Dude, was, it's nuts, you know, and yeah, I, I appreciate that. Them, them, some of my people, them dudes. First of all, it's hilarious to be in a group of like 50 fucking woodies. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's pretty much spot on, yeah. I've never heard the word 
seen the word mint in print so many times in, in one week <laughs> well, in my life. I'm pretty sure Woody introduced all that language to them, too. I think they're all taking a cue from him with that. It's mint, it's mint <laughs> so much. You think, so much mint, you think you're on Long Island Craigslist. Yeah, well, <laughs> well mint, mint, obviously, being uh, in the vernacular of a collector, makes sense. But, you know, you know these guys yeah. are record collectors. I'm, and they, I'm still trying to figure out if stamps are just the 7-inch records or if it's just whatever. Yeah, stamps are just 7 inches. Got it, okay. Yeah, I, I, there, there was a whole list of rules. I'll have to ask Greedo to bump it. And it explains everything. What group is this now? What's the name of this group? Wild in the Streets, 80s and, and uh, what is it, 70s and 80s hardcore LPs and stamps, and everyone posts their record collections and stuff. Mm. And it, Greedo was nice enough to send me a package of, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I got one of those, too. I, I got in one of the last ones, I guess. Ah, what number are you? 22, double deuce. Oh, number 22 coming at you. I'm number 13, baby. I have my, uh, where's my where's my wallet? I have my ID card in my wallet. So, oh, that's right. I got to, I got to, I got to stick it in the wallet. Here's the ID <laughs> card. Here, this is the Sting. He's Greedo Sting because he's greedy and stingy with his records. He's got like ten copies of everything, and it's the Fraternal Order of Stampies. John Chuchlahan. I'm Chooch. Thirteen out of fifty. Yeah. And as you can see on the side of my headphones here, I, this ch- nice Chooch pin came with it. Oh, I didn't notice that yeah. until now. We got to uh, make some life in the barrage pins, by the way. That's next. We got to make a lot hey, of things. Guy who then. makes stuff. What? Is there any significance to this doily that has 816 printed on it? I don't know what this is. Uh, I, I don't know what that is either. Just I don't take think stuff I got out of his doily. grandma's house. Just... Oh, yes. He said the, the these are like Chinese, Chinese money. You're supposed to burn it for good luck. Oh, okay. I knew the mother ones that uh, had Chinese writing on them or that, but I didn't know about this. Uh, okay. I don't know about the doily. Let's see. <laughs> well, I'm going to burn this gonna thing burn right now. Mario over here? Burning this. I hope It says 1,000 on it. What Did do you make a wish? You're supposed to make a wish. It won't go out. It's out Fuck. of control. Ah, it would have been a piss. I did a Wikipedia Google uh, when I should have been working, and yeah, one of these the hell money. That's a particular. It's gonna run out on me. We've got a marry situation. Paper J O S S. I guess. Yeah. I just burned the money for good luck. Let's go, Rangers. What else did I get? I got a couple of, like a bumper sticker. I have a, a DVD here of Misheard Misfits. <laughs> I watched two of those, like, a couple tracks of it. That's pretty good. That's Is pretty it? good. They're videos of every song on Earth AD with misheard lyrics on the screen so you can sing along. Wow. Right. And just like, you know, some of the YouTube greatest hits, it's like every misheard lyric is like, you know, some, you know, daddy just got home pro video edit for Christmas or something. And it's like, here's a rubber duck. Here's a fire engine. Here's a whatever, you know, mm. it's just like this bizarre jump cut of, of Shitty stuff that goes with the made-up lyrics. Yeah, it's pretty pretty rich. I, I, it came with a couple uh, pins. There's a fraternal order of Stampy's pin, a Misfits pin, uh, and this uh, this fraternal order of Stampy certificate of stampiness. Oh god! Wow. And it's, it's written in the Misfits font. <laughs> this certificate is awarded to John Chuchlahan Hulahan, Chooch number thirteen, Chooch Deluxe, and resident of Studnod Town, for dedication <laughs> and excellent, and for being an overall mint dude. With a collection that ye discogs would envy, which is untrue. Um, that's just a, you know, a a a, a chain, a fucking form letter because my my record collection is dumb. That is the most inside to, joke group. You have to swing by the framer. Here's here's the list of everything it came with. Actually, this piece of paper telling you what you're getting. That's number one. <laughs> and we found. And now I know where Greedo Stinge li- lives. He's he's kind of like this mysterious dude. He's been unmasked. And uh, anyway. 
two, a certificate of false importance. Three, a yellow ID card to be carried with you at all times. Four, a really great Mellow Brunch CDR, which you must listen to immediately. By the way, that Mellow Brunch CDR, we, my, my CD drive on my Mac broke now. I can't believe it. The computer's like a year old. What the fuck? And I wow. never use it. Bullshit. So, uh, but Pat, do you have any of that... Uh, you, you, need to, you need to fill it up with a wash it up liquid. I, I hear that. They'll fix it right up. I will hook you up. Sorry, I had the uh, I had it connected to the stamps. It's all good. And, uh, yeah, so it's it, the the CD of the of the Mellow Brunch Jams is like all covers, uh, acoustic covers of Greedo <laughs> doing, like, hardcore and punk songs. Let me see. That's why I said he was all conflicted back and forth about that uh, that other Anthrax cover I put up. Like, oh, I hit too close to home on this little project here. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> see, I didn't know. I mean, I thought this Mellow Brunch thing was a complete joke. I had, I had no idea it would be him actually performing the songs. That that took me. Right, I thought it was going to be a mixtape of the real songs. Like, oh, it's Mellow, haha, wink, wink. Right. Right. Hey, Pat, go to like a. I picked pick track 13. Oh, okay. It's playing. All right. <laughs> yeah. Here's Bring the Noise by. Fuck. Nice. Ah, here's a. Let's see if we can get this to work. Ah, here's Bring the Noise by Public Enemy. <laughs> I feel mellow already. This is great. I'm listening to this for the first time, too. We should open a cafe. We could play this on Sundays. <laughs> Greedo's got a nice voice. <laughs> I love Eggs Benedict and some Agua Fresca, please. <laughs> what you want to do is follow for now. D! Yeah, y'all. In a request, John? Um, let's see. Just give me the number. Okay. This is pretty great. Let's, let's do number three. I want to hear... Sh- <laughs> no, don't say what it is. Okay. Here's number three. Let's try number 19. Alright. <laughs> Gotta fire up the uh, number uh, number 12 also when you get a minute. That has a long intro. We listen to that one for. He's big on doubling those Greedo vocals. <laughs> when we were walk, going around playing uh, with like the feces, every single punk rock band covered this fucking song. It's like, ah, oh, here we go again. Uh, try number 20. <laughs> You'll see. This is this is off the demos. <laughs> you know, so many bands have covered this and made it mellow already. I don't see this. This is clearly from a different project. He just tacked this on. Yeah, you can tell the difference in the sound of the acoustic and stuff. Mm-hmm. Entirely different production. 
cat calling bullshit on the project's integrity. Damn. <laughs> All right, let's go number 12, Pat. Let's give, give the people go. what they want. Definitely a different project. You're right. It's like a just like acoustic guitar bed in the back that's just like a jangle, like it's just shaking it. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a little delay. Bradley Weissenberger saying, I hate this in all caps. Hate, hate, hate. Come on, Brad. <laughs> Kyle's in the club? Sweet. Kyle, you're in the you're in the uh, group. Let's see. Well, let's go number 17. Alright. Uh. Sorry. Wildly inconsistent mastering of this stamp. That's hard times by the Chrome Eggs. Let's go number four. Brad. <laughs> there you go. There's Greedo Stinge with the mellow brunch jams, the soothing sounds of uh, uh, early uh, <laughs> hardcore. Tommy looks zombified. Actually, it says the mellow brunch on the cover, relaxing sound of Greedo Stinge, and there's a cup of coffee and toast and eggs and bacon. They're all dancing happily on the cover. It's like this, this guy made serious effort into this. So now I have to send him back a package. This is kind of the deal. So I just, That's going to be a challenge. We're going to have to compare notes on that as we go. Yeah, well, my, my package is packed up already. I have so much junk. Forget it. <laughs> see, now now that I understand that he's a resident, Ted, I'm, I'm going to have to dig through it and see what little right. little see, weird tchotchkes I can send along. See, yeah, I got none of that shit. Like that you guys have, so I had to send. He, I had to we get creative. We were PMing the other day, and he's like, "Oh man, you know, I've been to Tom Timney's warehouse in New Jersey and bought all this Ralph Records." I'm like, "Well, I went to his warehouse when he was in San Francisco, so we got that in common." Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kyle. <laughs> uh, interacting with the chat box here as well. It's tough. It's tough. Right. So thank you, Greedo. I'm going to try to uh, Greedo. Obviously, I don't know where he is tonight, but um, I'm going to try. To, I'm going to do my best. I think I've done my best to make a nice. Uh, a nice package for nice him. Little package. Yeah, I sent him a bunch of stuff. We'll see. He looks like I have one. I was going to send him my personal live from the Barrage T-shirt since there are no T-shirts left. Hey, listen, I got a, they're in production. And uh, I go maybe I don't know. I saw a picture of him. He's kind of my size. I think he's too much of a barrel ass to to rock the large. No, no, and the I, large is small on me. I, so. I got some breaking news. I got I got you some uh, some other sizes. You ready for this? Yeah. All right, here we go. Hit me with some big shit. Here's some big. Yeah, shit. Yeah, Carlin's a big dude. I, I and begin. 
I got you guys some double X's and some triple X's for you barrel asses. Nice. And triple X for this barrel ass right here. There we go. Triple Finally. X, really? Nice. Because I, I have at least two guys who need uh, triple X. So that'd be mint. You got a bunch. Yeah, I like a little roomy, too. What the, what the hell? Why not? Why not? Go all the way. When Risk Reward first got XLs, John posted, we've just received XL shirts for the Husky Risk Reward fan. <laughs> XL's not. Well, I, I, that was probably two XL. I think we did get two XLs, too, didn't we? We I had like a couple two of them. them. Yeah, yeah, they got sold, actually. Mm. We had at least six that. sizes if you fuck with that American Apparel bullshit, too. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> well, Carlin, we love you. Thank you for calling. Do you have anything else to add? Are you excited for our austerity program, or do you not care about that bit? Oh, I might have to catch it on the later. I got to go meet up some family for dinner. I'll definitely listen tomorrow or whatever. Tell them do Tay. And uh, like I said, always put their logo in all caps. All right, man. Okay. <laughs> for, the, for the label. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know. I, I was trying to tag people like Conan Neutrons. I was trying to be professional. No, I wasn't giving you shit. I was just like, you know, to Hasty and whoever. I'm like, just, you might want to always capitalize that. Oh, yeah, because controlled burn records uh, in lowercase, Carlin pointed out, it looks like controlled bum. <laughs> <laughs> Which could either be ass or like it's, the controlled It's a throwback to that, uh, that goofy uh, font. Somebody had that video store mega flicks that looked like mega fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. When the, when the letters are a little too close together, they can sometimes meld. So thanks, Carlin, yeah, keep man. Keep separated. All right, dude. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you Later. Good luck. Later. Stay mint, brother. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> uh, he doesn't like my new sign-off statement. Just made that up. <laughs> I like it, John. Thank you. Stay, I'm going to allow it. Stay mint. Where's that guy calling from? I believe Carlin lives in Saint, uh, near St. Louis or in yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. Missouri. St. Louis. Missouri. Be a cold day in hell before I recognize Missouri, as Grandpa Simpson said. Hey, what did you guys think of uh, the guest last week, the uh, the guest from uh, XM? Awesome. Great. Awesome. Tremendous. I'm sorry to get that up yet. I'm going to work on that. Oh, well, they're not. They're actually from the Cosine Radio, Tommy. I know. That's why I'm... Yeah. And uh, those dudes were mint dudes, and uh, we're going to... You know, they, they were great. I thought that went really well. Mm. Th- they gave me some advice uh, when I was driving them back, actually. Yeah. They were, you know, because the guy was kind of serious about the show. He was thinking right. about doing some uh, some this and that for us. But he uh, he was telling me you know we're missing an element and I was like well what's that element and he's like you know what you need in there so you need you need a girl I knew you were gonna say that he said that and I was like a girl huh he's like yeah you guys need a like a like a chick in there you know like a real good funny one and I'm like well yeah but I have some advice for those guys yeah. broads wreck everything no 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 <laughs> I don't, I, my advice is be as funny as me you two jerks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. No, it was it was like it was and be modest, you hump. Listen, there's no girl who has every Friday free who wants to come over and talk right. with me. Well, he was saying like maybe get a rotating cat, like a different girl every week, and like, she'd how have to be the ugliest girl in the world. Yeah, my wife would never allow it. <laughs> out here alone in the garage with some chick. That's not gonna go over. What is the chat box thing? Let's get some feedback. You guys want it? What? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm glad you asked because Cardone Zone on the chat box says Tommy could pull it off, but he's not funny. <laughs> this is true. Wow, it's fucked up. <laughs> I'm already saying surely. Get the wives and girlfriends on the mic. We tried that chuchugas, and they're welcome to come in and talk anytime, and uh, then they clam up. No no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) I don't even know this guy. Shirley was fantastic on the show. We'd love to. Yeah, that's going to go over great with my wife. I'm going to have the the girl who has sex with everyone. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't worry, honey. She has sex with everyone. She's going to turn down all that Friday night dick. (laughs) 
<laughs> coming here for he made it like a suggestion like uh, like a like an Amy Schumer type you know? right no listen I would love that I'm not sexist I would I think girls are hilarious and I think it would add an element to the show that would be excellent and if I ever uh, get a show on a professional station then and my wife will have no choice yeah <laughs> to accept the woman we can put our heads together and think of a couple broads you know the format's been t- I think that you know I don't know I I don't like the idea of just introducing someone just because of their sex is kind of like weird yeah. But <laughs> if I had a girl on, oh, I'm gonna try to do this. This is gonna be hard. <laughs> John's John's putting together a bit, putting together a bit over here on the fly. Well, actually, I have a tape of the one time. Oh, I think I know what's coming. I have a tape of the one time that there was a girl on the show. Oh boy! I mean, when I tried a girl co-host. All right, so here's how the show went. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. And that was it. My wife came out and kicked me in the nut. <laughs> it's a whole show. It's the shortest show yet. <laughs> and he still hasn't gotten that one up. No. Oh, I had to delete that one. I thought you were going to play the cock bit. <laughs> uh, you're making me reach here. You're making me try to find things. I don't even know yeah, where the cock sounds deep. are. Cock sounds. <laughs> I got to get a soundboard happening and take a little weight off cock, of the layer. Cock Here's Jody on the show. Yeah, okay, blow me, man. Uh, speaking of Jody, uh, I went to, I I went uh, quickly to uh, to the uh, WFMU record fair. Oh, I hear did? about that after the I school. did. Yeah, Call, you're on the air. Were you at the WFMU record fair? No, absolutely not. But I wanted to say that you know, if you bring in somebody, there's a distinct risk, if you will, of them being the scrappy do of a show, and you don't want to wish that on anybody. Right, and then, you know, we have a rapport going and stuff, and you bring somebody in new just to do it. Like, those guys are thinking, just like, to do they're it. they're pro-thinkers, and I don't really think like that. I think that kind of the heart and the soul of the show is that we're terrible. We're thinking we should add a kid. It's like adding a keyboard player to a band. You know, every uh, once in a while, yeah. it'll work. But, we get a, a dinosaur and a robot. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to add, add a kid who, who quips, who cracks wise. <laughs> get Nolan. Hey, boot. Take a little weight off the rider shoulders. Baseball cap, mm-hmm. sunglasses. You know. <laughs> Do I really have to tell you to turn down your radio? Thank you. Hello. <laughs> That's not me, man. Really? No, it's me. I'm listening no. while we're on. No, oh, is it past computer? No. Nope. Let me try something. Hold on. Hello. I still it's hear my Cardone zone. I hear myself <laughs> echoing. Do you hear it on your end? <laughs> no. Do we have a hidden caller on the line that we didn't know was on the line? Mm-hmm. 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 Are you on? Are you on the phone with your dad while he's listening to my show at the same time? Well, he, <laughs> sounds, well, he sounds hideous. I think, I think the stream put some malware on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm actually still at work, and I figured I'd call you on a landline. And sounds awesome. It's just as bad as everything else. No, it sounds no, great. Good. Thank you so much. It's 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 you sound perfect. It's, I don't know why. I mean, usually I'm on the road by this time, but yeah, not not today. So I figured I'd, you know, hey, why not? Hey, man, you're always out on the road. Wait, let me try. <laughs> Something's weird. Conan, I got to try to hang up on you for a second. I'm sorry. Hey, no, I, I just wanted to make the Scrappy-Doo reference. I'm good. I'm uh, got to get on the road. Later. <laughs> All right. Later. Thanks, man. Let me try. Hello? Oh, yeah. Well, it's something with... <laughs> now he's gone. I don't hear shit. Whatever. It was all him. Mm, Conan. Let's hear about this WFM Records <laughs> Fair thing. We had a bad connection. Uh, w- <laughs> we got a bad connection. It's bouncing back. <laughs> Ow. Oh, I just heard my shoulder coughing. 
What? Oh, man. You got to start so doing yoga, B. Yeah, I know. I got to start the Grand Cardone zone <laughs> exercise regimen. Get Dan Smith to teach a guitar. Uh, it was fun. I was, nice. I was only able to go there for about an hour. And I met up with Woody. Woody was there. And uh, Woody was sitting there with the guy from Fuck. Now I'm not going to remember the name of the band that he was in. Some big famous band. Did they have like a hand truck full of records? Oh, Dream Syndicate. Oh, okay. But he's like a newer guy because, you know. <laughs> not Dream Theater? That, that band's like fucking 20 years old or something, really. Probably or more than that. I'd say know. so, yeah. yeah. No, not Dream Theater. Dream Syndicate. So Woody's sitting there with him having a beer. They had some beer there and a... Uh, I sat down with those guys and talked to them. I walked Did you make right. Any purchases? I walked right into the place, and I will show you my purchase. Was there a line to get in? No, it was at the Armory on uh, 26 and Lex. It was the last day, and it was things were kind of winding down. Did you no throw a mattress line. in her face? So, yeah, yeah, six, uh, six or seven bucks to get in. I think it was six bucks. You charge admission to a record fair? Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. You got to pay for the room, dude. It's a yeah. fucking That's for true. not not for profit. Radio station. What's your problem? No, it's no problem. I just, I don't know. I should get a cut of that. Whatever. I, wa- oh. I walk in, open up the first crate, and I find this stamp, which is this. Oh, nice one. Yeah, clear vinyl Chavez. That's a good one. For five bucks. There you go. That's nice. Promo copy. Sweet. Promo stamp. That's repeat the ending and hack the sides away on that. Like so that so I go, okay, I'm, I'm ahead of the game. I'm here for two minutes. I found that. That's up right up my alley. Then uh, what other stamps did I get? Uh, so I bought this. I bought this boot stamp, the shellac nineteen ninety four peel sessions. sessions. Yeah, that's another uh, mm. weird vinyl. I think. I think I only bought one black vinyl all day, but I didn't even know. The guy selling to me is like, "Yeah, that's a real rare one." Why does it? The cover I have a picture of Steve put through photo booth on an iMac yeah, because some chooch made it, and it's you know it's a bootleg. Mm. Wait, so let's get this straight. A record is now a stamp, right? No, and a stamp no, forty five is a stamp. Well, you right. stamp records, sure, but. It, but a tape isn't a tape. It's a record. No, a record is an LP tape. Okay. <laughs> Try to keep up, will you? Speaking of uh, um, Tom's mind bootlegs, I just blindly bought this this Sugar Live bootleg for the I hell of it. I think I have this. Oh, from the 40 watt. Yeah. They're all pretty cheap. Only a couple bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. Then I got this Mint. <laughs> Mint Deluxe. Rifle Sport. Uh, oh, sweet. Stamp, little drummer boy. That's actually Todd Trainer on the front. Gerard told me it's the red vinyl. That's I think Brian cool. Paulson recorded this. Mm. I have to read the insert. I haven't gotten to that yet. No Guns N' Roses or Latex. No, no, no. I'm wrong. They did do it at Pachyderm though, which is a great place to record if you enjoy swimming. <laughs> and then I thing. bought this. I, I have a lot of Centrado EPs. I never saw this one, so I just picked it up. Who oh, knows what's on that? I got that shit. Yeah. Do you probably a bunch of noise? <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw this, and I go and and I wanted to be nice to Mario. And when I don't know if he's coming tonight, I actually didn't talk to him today. I bought him this this uh, Strangler stamp with the the strawberry. His his ears are burning right vinyl. now because yeah. he just he's just like. His spidey sense is tingling that something free is about yes. to go down. That was the most expensive one. And, uh, oh, actually, I got one more uh, LP tape. I don't have this on LP tape, and I got uh, the fire hose uh, raging full on on LP tape. So oh, there you go. Cool. Good yeah. man. So I, I got a couple things. Yeah, you've and, done good. You know, you could stay there all day looking through everything, and you could spend a million dollars. But I only spent like fifty bucks. There you go. And uh, then I saw Jody Shapiro, it's and a she good day was out. she was cheery as usual, and then I left. She's a real treat. What's that girl's deal? Uh, I don't. I'm not talking about this on the air. Okay. 
No way. I, I really have no know. idea. I have no idea. Jody's a nice person. Hey, it's my birthday. Hey, it's past yeah. birthday, everybody. Yeah. Jody is awesome. She was there, and she, the first thing she says to me is, "What are you doing in my world?" I'm like, I wow. like I like records too. Nice to see you. What the hell? <laughs> That's a fine. How do you do? But it's and then Woody had like some crazy like double scorpions LPs and <laughs> stuff in his hand, stuff I never heard of. Everything Jody had, I never heard of. You know when you think, check out my mint scorps tapes. When you think. <laughs> It's a pretty good impression. Hey, Jody, how are you? Yeah, okay, blow me, man. Oh, whoa. Whoa, take it easy. All right, that's what I'm talking about. She's all upset because cats flooded. (laughs) So, you know, it's funny because when you tell somebody, like, like somebody will come over to babysit, like my brother, and I'll be like, I'm going to see a band. Like, who are you going to see? Like, uh, oh, Slint, Super Chunk, whatever. And they're like, yeah, okay, record nerd guy. And then you talk to the real record nerds. And they know bands that, and like, then you feel like the civilian. You're like, I've never heard of half of these fucking bands that you're talking about. Yeah, but you're, gain, but you're gainfully employed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's the to difference. Do. Right. Oh, so you never heard this? No, you never heard that. No, I never fucking heard it. Let me alone. Let me be. I'm fucking busy. That was nice to see shit going on. Crying out loud. And the dude from Endless Boogie, you know, the guy with the long hair and the beard, he was running a booth, too. I'm like, I know that guy from somewhere. And Jody's like, oh, that's the guy from Endless Boogie. (laughs) Never stops. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. Who's 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 driving the boogie while he's running the record booth? <laughs> you have to call his brother. <laughs> you got to come by. I got to do the act. Oh, great. So you want me to run the boogie? Is that what's happening? <laughs> great. Look, what time are you coming back? <laughs> I'm supposed to go to dinner. You got to keep boogieing while I'm gone, bro. <laughs> I got a date. The name of the band right, is in sometimes boogie <laughs> it's endless you idiot never stops all right let's take a break i'm going to play uh one uh one side of this austerity program record which is uh the last record backs backsliders and postulates will burn <laughs> thank you i'm not going to play the popular side i'm going to play side one because i'm different like that and we'll be back hopefully they'll be here in a couple minutes and uh we'll hear from those dudes those mint dudes thank you yeah yeah it's an actual record too this is a real lp tape <gasps> You hear the crackling, man? It sounds so much better, dude. Live from the barrage. Back after this. Back after this, Mikey. Yeah!
club in the 6-4. Dripping with honey. He's top two, bottom custom lined in New York City. Plays from the dead. Home pipes running. Running from the dead. Doubling down. Can't ask him for shit, son. And you're long gone.
Yeah. All right. Hello. Austerity program is here. The austerity program. There's a V, right? There is, yeah. There is. Yeah. Who the hell are these dudes? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I was waiting Johnny for them, come man. lately, cousin Oliver. Austerity program is a uh, a world famous band. The the austerity program. The austerity program is a world famous band from New York City. Uh, I believe uh, we, Justin's from Queens and uh, Thad Take It East is from Brooklyn. Is that correct? And we're and we're we're known throughout three of the boroughs at least. Yeah, that's right. Staten Island's uh, is like the Japan of the five boroughs. Like people are like, hey, you don't even know what it's like over there. The kids we, love it. We have not played there, but we, you, you, I've heard you get paid a lot <laughs> in Staten Island. <laughs> Speaking of Staten Island, we put the Yankee game on for you fellas because we know you're big fans, and the Yankees are up four to one on Kansas City. So Should have put go. Staten Island minor league team on for. That's the Staten Island Yankees, Tommy. You know I'm, nothing about I'm, sports. I'm leaving That's now. Right. If you think I'm a Yankees fan, oh really? I, oh, what? Are, you're something weird, right? I'm yeah. a I'm an Indians. Fan. Indians, yeah. Cleveland Indians. How does that happen? You grew up in Cleveland. Grew up in Cleveland. There you go. What the hell are you doing here? Existential crisis that's lasted 25 years, I guess. Of course, the Austerity Program is here promoting their new album. You can just call us Austerity Program. It's fine. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> what? It's called Beyond Calculation. It's on Controlled Burned Re- Controlled Burn Records. Have I said anything that's incorrect so far? It's it's the Controlled Burn Records. No, it's not. <laughs> Lowercase. Confusing jerk band. <laughs> That's the confusing jerk. <laughs> now you could you can get this record. This I'm sure it's great because uh, you guys have this whole recording process and you do demos right and practice and stuff. So it must be good. And uh, you can get that you can get that uh, at your website austerityprogram.com and controlled burn right. Yeah. The, yeah. The, All right. Well, let's you, get that out of the way. Okay. Thanks, John. You're welcome. Sell us sell that merchandise for us, John. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right, my first question is to Justin: Is where the fuck is my money, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> John John Houlihan, I've I've invited him out to uh, get a drink for, with me in Astoria. I think like maybe eleven times. And yeah. He's always very enthusiastic at the yes. first like piece. Like yes, we should totally do this. And then it was like, all right, so let's let's try and do it this night. Well, we should talk about this now. Why don't you call me? I live like a mile away from you. Since Thad is here, because... uh, Because I uh, don't owe you money. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) Oh, you will. I know. All all Thad and I do is complain about how you never get back to people, and you're... you're, That's true. You're very rude. That's true. Do you need need help over there? The the microphone is a little messed up. Sorry about that. It's all right. I'm good. I'm good. uh, You you should buy a new one of these. Doesn't that new one give you any money? No. No. That's all a, our funds that, are tied up in merch. That's a, you've got a good eye there. That's a good piece. That's a, the SM57 made by Shore. That's 58. Is it? Yeah. No, no sure it's it 57. Is, is it? Yeah. Don't, do, not squeeze, is 57. do not squeeze the microphone right in front of my I, face. You know, every time, that is hostile. Every, the Sherman, t- the- every time I've seen you in front of a microphone, you're all business, and then I see you in front of this microphone, and, and it's, it's just weird. I'm still all business. Yeah. <laughs> Thad, what, what do we do about this? How do we get Justin to return our phone calls, return our emails and texts? Can't, can't you just say, hey, I'm busy. I'll get back to you later or something like that and not be rude? I'm sorry. I, I was, I was, what? <laughs> I wasn't listening. He's I'm a very, he's a, a very, yeah, no, to- very you're right. Guy. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Can you get, the new album's called Beyond Calculation. You can get that on controlled so, burn records. Welcome everyone to Live from the Barrage. We're here in, uh. In in the barrage, yeah, that's our I'm, job. I'm trying to do, no. I'm trying to do a plug for you guys back. What should I? What do we do to encourage people to listen more? Uh, you have to do like a station ID. Be like, hi, this is Justin, and this is Thad, and we're 
the austerity program, and you're listening to live from the barrage. Actually, you don't have to do it. I just I was going to say I don't think we can do it better than that. You've- <laughs> it's be- it's the best when like six guys in the van. Like, hey, this is Jason. This is Chad. This is Dave. This is Ricky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You should hear Brad Pitt's ID. <laughs> He's good. John really nailed that one. No, I have a. Uh, I have. Does um, he have it? No, I don't have any of that. I have. Uh, I do have Tilda Swin- Swinton. Swiltron. Hey, how you doing? This is uh, actress uh, Tilda Swinton, Day. And uh, you're listening to live from the barrage. I listen to it while I'm laying in a glass box, Day. <laughs> hey, yo! Take it, Ace. <laughs> so that was a big one we got. That That's actually good. Steven Soley. <laughs> she did a. Uh, it was during one of her David Blaine esque performances <laughs> out in the Chicago street. So uh, no, seriously, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Seriously, what is uh, what is up with this new album? What's going on? What what is happening? Can you tell us a little bit about it? Here, you guys are on a new label, and can you tell us a little about the uh, how aus- the austerity program, the recording process? <laughs> She's going to keep tripping back and forth yeah, all care. night. Okay, I'm, I'm like I'm going to sleep like a baby. <laughs> Can well, after we got yeah. kicked off the other label, <laughs> yeah, I thought that label folded up. Oh, okay, well, you, you're not making it sound like we're well, very interesting when you. Well, you guys were on Hydrahead, which is a big label, international. And then label. they kicked us off. What they have Oxbow and all sorts of hard. funny, fun bands on there. <laughs> you party too hard. Yeah, you're busy drinking Drano and Roundup. <laughs> it blew their entire recording budget on blow. <laughs> it was. That was a mistake. I we should not have done that. It was a <laughs> valnut development. Bad, bad idea to spend that money on blow. <laughs> it was mentioned in the chat box. We do have some more station IDs. I should probably put the, just play one quickly. Feel feel free to yeah. derail your own line of questioning. John. It happens all the time. This is Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys. It's big. And you're listening to live from the barrage. <laughs> How do you like that? That was a good get. Who who? Hi, is? this is Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys. He had to do it again. To live from the barrage. He was good. Hi, this is Clark Gable, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. <laughs> Hi, this is Woody. <laughs> what is it? All right, that's enough of that. Who, who would so be, tell us about the who recording would be the best? Who would be the best, like, you could possibly oh, get? Ultimate ultimate station ID get? Don yeah. Rickles. You know, <laughs> that's pretty good, Tommy. That's not bad. Norm. We almost had Don Rickles. Ryan was backstage. What, 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 he could what? see Don Rickles' head. And he snuck back there. It's no biggie. I can see it from here. He spoke to Don Rickles' manager, and Don had just finished the show, and he's 100 years old, and it wasn't the time, but, I mean, we were that close. He was like, quit bothering people. Don Rickles' manager has, like, our card and stuff. (laughs) Dude, he should have sent me back there, Silver Bullet. I would have got his head in a platter. You would have. You're the sneaking champion. It's so right, all right, all right. That, that's so like creepy that that you would assume that like physical proximity to a person is just it, that's the only thing that's standing in your way from getting them to do a station <laughs> ID for you. I hate it. I hate. I I, I feel <laughs> funny going up to people because first of all they haven't heard the show and you're asking them to like endorse it, right? And that, which is ridiculous. Hey, right, of course, <laughs> like Eugene Merman's idea. Hey, oh. we're in a we're we're in, we do like our own sort of like you know Nazi rape uh, podcast. Yeah, so that's like, the whole thing. That's you what I, set so it can up. I get you to uh, like? Say that you listen to that? That is exactly what I said to Greg Proops. I said, uh, I was so nervous. I go, oh, can you do the station ID? And he has his own podcast, so he understands. And he was, like, very nice, and he was willing to do it. And he said, uh, he goes, sure, what's the name of it? And I tell him the name. And I and then I said, we're not Nazis. 
and but I wasn't joking. Like I was right. just like I was nervous. Just, and he's like, "Okay, that's that's good. That's, I would have done it anyway. That's important. I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, right now. Oh, you're not. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. Can you say uh, live from the garage, sponsored by Rufinol? <laughs> what said this before? We need to just talk to people, interview, and then cut the words up to make it say. You know, yeah. like, well, I don't have that kind of time. If you want to work on that, we, later, we, we can barely get the podcast time. up as this time. <laughs> I don't know what this is. You're, if you're feeling ambitious, have at it. <laughs> this might be it. I don't know. This is Eugene S. Robinson. No, that's Eugene Robinson, not Eugene Merriman. I don't have it. I can't find it. Whatever. Yeah, Don Rickles would probably be the ultimate ultimate ID. What but you know what? These IDs don't mean shit. Nobody listens to it anyway, and it doesn't. Nothing increases li- listenership. You we got to get a brain trust going on that. We got to figure no, out. No, we don't. Every time we're here on Friday, everyone has all big ideas, and then the week goes on, nothing fucking so happens. It's so true. It's a joke. I come in so, here, I dress up, I wear, I bring comedy. Ideas are for like Monday. <laughs> yes. Well, we got to start having staff meetings then. <laughs> yeah. They, w- w- when are you coming over? All right. I'm not going to You need to hire place. a director of strategy. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> just, do you have one of those at your job? No. <laughs> For the record, I would just like to say this started off because I said, so what can we do to help you promote your show? Yeah, and it at, ended up with you going, nobody fucking listens. <laughs> Nothing ever happens. Self-deprecating motherfucker. Like, wow. It, it's totally true. Everyone has no, he's huge right. ideas he's right. while we're on the air because it's sexy and exciting. And then when, when you leave, it all gets thrown right out the window. I got nothing. That's good. I got nothing. This is D-R-I. Dirty rotten souls. And you're See, coming no to me live. <laughs> what does that even? What does that, that mean? That put asses in seats. This is Biz Marky, and you are now listening to live from the Barrage. Biz Marky, you know what? What about the guy with the rent? The rent is too high. The rent is too high. We should stop with IDs right there. Because Biz- yo, what's up? This is Billy from Biohazard, and you're listening to live from the Barrage. Judgment Night. <laughs> Get him to scream Judgment Night. Well, there was a whole story where Hairdo uh, talked to the guys from DRI, and apparently the guy from Biohazard on tour would wake people up yeah. on the tour bus by screaming, Judgment Night. Have we talked about this already? Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. I, I, I think I loved it. I, it was great. <laughs> I, I feel like there should be, like, in the interest of editorial balance, there should be... A girl? No, let, no. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But maybe Dumb. something like a, like a, if these are endorsements, maybe like a, a recommendation against listening to the show. Like, Ooh, you know. Like right. Like, exactly. hi, you know, I'm I'm whoever the other podcast guy is. Dude, I don't think you should be listening to the show right now. Wait a minute. He's just, it's pure gold. We should start putting stickers up all over New York saying, don't listen to Live from the Barrage. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> like steal this book. Right. A little, uh... <laughs> Reverse psychology yeah. action. Dan Smith there. won't teach you guitar. We don't need... <laughs> this is Dr. Spock. Excellent. Don't listen alive from the barrage. So, Dr. Spock. I, I just sent you all push notifications for a Monday morning strategy meeting. <laughs> I like how he just thinks. delete it. Delete it. Delete it? Is there going to be a team building exercise? Need, yes. But just delete it. It's, we don't need it anymore. It's a Thad Calabrese uh, Google Calendar <laughs> that we're all working off of. There right? was a time where we were rocking a Google Calendar for yeah this for like a week, and yeah. that that didn't work out. Building momentum. Every I tried to tried. start in, in the beginning. I tried to start a, a, our own like a, a forum and have our own board mm-hmm. where it was a private message board where all of us would interact and come up with show ideas. And now it's been reduced to like text messages. No, it was groups. gone in like a week. Nobody ever posted anything. And I'm like, I was all happy. I'm like, hey guys, you got any ideas? And nobody would post in any threads. And then Dave, uh, who used to be the co-host, is on a break, a hiatus. He goes, uh, 
What is he on he, sabbatical? He's like, yep. yeah. He's like, when your stupid little calendar or something. Your stupid, your weird message board. <laughs> we just get and drunk like, and paranoid right. and attack each other on the forum. Is what would happen. Right, yeah, I guess this is fucking stupid. This is funny. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we, the forum went down in flames. We should do the show on Fridays and, and meetings Mondays. I'm telling you, man. We don't need to just an ID because we already have this one. Meetings of the night. Be hey, quiet. we're recording. It. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Steve Albini here. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, Justin. I was making fun of you because it's easy to compare you to Steve Albini. Now, how do you feel when people say there's the only difference between you and Steve is you live in Astoria? Um, and you're not successful. I, I, let's see. <laughs> I'm I'm hearing this for the first time now, oh, really? so I'm processing how well, I feel. Uh, for the layman, uh, it would seem that they could. It would be easy to say, "Well, you have a band with a drum machine, right, right, right." So they obviously sound like Big Black, oh, yeah. or whatever. That's oh, no, the that... lazy way to go. And then also to say you you have integrity. You record analog in analog, anal- analogically, an- analogically. Right. <laughs> Uh, you know, certainly uh, the Big Black stuff was a big influence in terms of, you know, our formative years. I pay a lot of attention to the stuff that comes out of electrical audio. I have a ton of respect for that guy, but I don't, you know, I don't, I think somebody who would have a difficulty distinguishing between us would probably right. have either isn't paying a lot of attention or has pretty serious uh, issues about um, being able to make distinctions between people. Have you uh, considered this? Cool hand. I Yeah, sorry. Uh, well, I'm just for my audience, my audience. They, you know, my, my audience. Have you considered, uh, and I want to ask you this, because I know that you're, you're, you're a man of, uh, you know, integ- you don't want to do anything that's half-assed. You want to, everything's got to be, you know, if you've seen, if we've seen you live, which we have, everything's got to be set up the way it's supposed to be, and mm-hmm. that's it, and, the, it, you know, it's there's no half uh, measures going on here. So... <coughs> It, with with recording or live, so have you ever considered like just never recording because the live show is it, it, the recording will never live up to the live act? You know what I mean? Like, uh, does that make sense? Yeah, I I mean I guess so. Um, I mean it it could make sense. <laughs> I think if a lot easier. Uh, no, no, I mean I no, I mean I, I think that that line of thinking maybe could make sense, but it doesn't really. Cuz I mean there's a difference between like a record and there's a difference between a performance yes. and it's totally different experiences yeah. and purposes and I've never I've never once had that thought, John. Never once <laughs> in my life. Just I'm just wondering like saying, how so pure know. like if you wanted to go the the, the 100% pure route. Like how pure can, are the, to one end? Like it? what is being accomplished? <laughs> like by the anti Beatles, like never, never record instead of never play live. You know, just like uh, I, you know, he, there's no end to it. There's no no one's ever going to hear the music. I guess then it's, it's a terrible idea. I'm just no one hears wondering. our music anyway. So what's the difference? <laughs> it's like it's like this podcast. Speaking of analogous, <laughs> if no one heard your music, you wouldn't make the records. Now here's though, this is philosophical. If no one listens to your podcast and no one listens to our music, what's going to happen when you play our music on your podcast? <laughs> the world. Will collapse, universe will collapse on itself? It may. It may. <laughs> listen, we have 20 people listening now, and hundreds will listen to the podcast. I guarantee it. Buy my merch. What? <laughs> oh, we have a huge audience. I, I still have your microphone on? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, uh, during the break, Tommy says, <clears throat> is your wife home? And I said, yeah. And he goes, uh, oh, good. She owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> for T-shirts. For the, for the exterminating business. I, I, th- I thought you were going to say, Get oh, I want to go man. say hi to her. You know? Of course. Oh, and good. She money. owes me money. He just wants to Genesis get that out of the way. Oh, do you want to try your hand at a... I want, I want to interview the Austerity Program's drummer. Oh, oh okay, good. All right. <laughs> Can we get Where is he? Break? Is he here? 
<laughs> oh wow, he's he's, he's like having an off day. She, he's got she's got to lay off the whiskey. I think you need to quantize. Oh, we're being. down. We're down to eighteen now. <laughs> you can see that far. Take your glasses off. Don't look at my computer. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it excludes mobile. Three at once. They that doesn't sound took like off there. It's fifteen. <laughs> I gotta get my boss doctor. Keep going. Ribbon. Let's see if there's an exact correlation here. <laughs> can we drive the listeners down to nothing by just playing horrible yeah, yeah, yeah. drum I think, machines? I, I think it's possible someone has walked away from their computer <laughs> and it's just left it on. <laughs> I ask people to do that all the time. People are like, I'm going out. I said, leave your computer on. Come back. Pat just plays that. It looks like we have more listeners. Um, there was, I saw this thing recently. There was that some guy um, did a thing where he put a, uh, uploaded a, uh, a blank track on a Spotify. Did you guys hear about this? Called Sleepify. And what he would do is he'd just tell everybody, just leave it on at night. Right. Like when you go to sleep, and it'll just play, so and then ambient in the background. No, no, it's, it's silent. Silence. There's nothing, and then but the, and I think that, I don't know if he like did like a whole bunch of silent tracks, but then the fact is like Spotify would list that he had like a gazillion plays. That's great because I get point zero 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 one cent in royalties. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but he ended up being so they so I think Spotify stopped him from doing it, but they still owe him potentially like around twenty uh, grand or something. I read this article, yeah, or I skimmed it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, he he totally should uh, collect. He's owed that money, no doubt about it. Have you guys ever gotten <laughs> John Cage gets royalties from what is it? Five minutes and thirty three three seconds of silence, or whatever the name of that tune is. Right? <laughs> that jam. jam. That's he a should good have jam. A, he should have a super aggressive lawyer, like going after movies, like moments of silence, and be like, "You fucking owe us for that. <laughs> That's an excerpt from our song. You owe us." The lawyer just gets into court and turns pages and never. <laughs> Have you guys ever received any? I would BIs? like the jury to take a look at this sheet music, <laughs> like royalty checks. Have you guys ever gotten ASCAP, BMI, CSAC? Oh, the, the I mean, n- it's no all a scam. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't. I mean, we're fully on board with with sort of that analysis of that stuff. Like, I would not register with those people. It's an extortion scheme, in my opinion. And uh, I get asked cap checks once in a while, but mistakenly from a different John Houlihan. Who, like, <laughs> who, and you cash the shit out of yeah. that. Well, he does the music for like dumb movies. And I actually talked to the guy in the MySpace days, and he's like, yeah, if you get a check for like two, 200 bucks or whatever, just cash it. I'm wow. Like, oh, sweet. <laughs> Thanks, man. Because I was like, listen, I have your check. It's like 250 bucks for like, I'm pretty sure I didn't, uh, nobody in Sweden played my music on like Austin Powers or something. I'm pretty sure this is your stuff. I got, like, ah, just I, think just I got like, a, like $18 total from BMI for the first uh, Varister 7-inch. 18 bucks, yeah. I it's shit a total scam, they, and, and, and they start showing up to bars and shaking people down. Fuck those people. Showing up to bars. Should be out getting a dick stuck in them. <laughs> yeah, instead of hanging around in bars all day. Wow. Do, do, you remember when, do you remember the show we played with Coliseum up in oh, Providence? Oh, yeah, Providence, yep. So Coliseum, uh, a, a great band, um, the sort of core, sure. core of the band is a guy, Brian Patterson, super punk rock hero, great guy. They had uh, just put this thing out that was a Danzig cover, either as a compilation or, I don't know, some it, maybe it was on a, a record of theirs. But they were playing the song as, as part of their tour, and they were they went to this, we played this place in uh, Providence, Rhode Island, which is AS220? Lupo's, no? No. no. It's, it's, but it's a really neat space, like great place, but they had signs all over the place that said, like, do not play covers unless like you can demonstrate wow. that you have... Uh, wow. That you've sort of done this, and we've been back there since, and they don't have those signs up anymore. So my guess is that they probably just got nailed. They got shook down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he gets up and he's like, so he well, the, up. Su- the sound guy said that that 
they were people were coming in from labels and oh really saying, yeah That's but there was some, it was basically a shakedown fuck that so when they're, when they're holidaying in Rhode Island yeah. so well so anyway so Coliseum hey, gets come on up. son let's then go you could, shake down this punk rock you can <laughs> you can write off the whole vacation as a business trip then. <laughs> <laughs> oh we can not catching anything let's go shake right, down sorry, uh, I'm Mulcahy's I'll show you what daddy does for a living. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, what I was talking about no, uh, was just that... So they get up, the, the part of their set, their set when they play the song, Ryan's like, okay, you know, we're going to play a song that's by the Misfits and it's called, you know, whatever. And like the sound guy's like... Excuse me, guys, you, you can't, you guys can't do any covers, okay? Wow. Play no covers. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Ryan's like, what? And, 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 you know, this is in the middle of, like, this is, you know, the feedback's blurring because they're going to roar right into a Dan Ziger oh. mystery song. And he's like, wait, what? And he's and the guy's like, uh, now they they have gotten permission from Dan Digger the Misfits yeah, or whatever yeah. I think to record the, and play this song, and that's this, all you need. In the my sound guy's freaking out like, no, dude, don't do it, don't do it. And so he's like, okay, this is a song by us. It's called you know the exact same title. And just <laughs> we you got to start carrying a, a file cabinet along with your equipment now. <laughs> yeah. Here's the paperwork. I'm out, I'm out of the band if we have to lift a file cabinet. I can't do any more equipment. How do you get a file cabinet into Toronto? Second trailer. <laughs> you get a 19-inch wide file cabinet. That could fit nicely in a rack. That'd be fine. A, do you have a serial number for this file cabinet? <laughs> I once Sorry, the, border crossing person, I don't. I once crossed the border with Heavy Metal Chris, and uh, we were going up with Bee Gees Band or whatever, and uh, we got pulled over, and the guy like takes a look around, and he asks for our ID, and he takes a look at Chris. And Chris is a great guy, but he kind of got Osama bit. He looks Laden's a little vibe. like crust punky uh, terrorist look. <laughs> a little bit, a yeah. little bit of a terrorist. So he's like, sweetheart of a man. He's in look- the new body count video. If you want to see him, <laughs> yeah. does he get he killed? Is. No, he's in the audience. Okay. He did get kicked in the face a few times, I think. <laughs> but they they pull us over. The guy's like, oh, no big deal. We're just uh, just gonna go through your car a little bit. Next thing you know. They've got every piece of the car apart, like the steering wheels off, the benches are out, and they just, you know, and then they finally get to a box of merch, and they're like, what is this? And we're like, it's a box of ZDs. He's like, no, no, no. It's a box of ZDs. <laughs> well, hungry. <laughs> no, I'm starving. Oh. But they were like, you can't, you can't bring this. That's to- Italian. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you can't bring these CDs into Canada. You know, you have to. You have to pay a tax, and we're like, "How much oh, is the tax?" Oh, you're then, selling uh, things in Canada, right? Uh, now yeah. I see where you're going with this. But then he's like, "How much are these CDs retailed for?" And before I could we're, answer, we just give them out. He's like, "No." He's like, you, "He answers the question, and he's like, they are retailed for six American dollars.'" And we were like, "Right, six American dollars." He's like, "You owe us a tax of fourteen dollars." Oh, so he was like giving you a break <laughs> and just like kind of put his own price on right. it. Right, it's I a see. good thing Border Patrol is preventing Canada from being overrun with buskers. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's every every American guitar player's aspiration is to go busk in the fucking It's a good thing you didn't bring like, a copy of Rip magazine, which is <laughs> costs seventeen fifty in Canada as opposed to like four dollars yeah. here. Big like, box of Kerrang reissues. Rip. I don't know where Canada. I came up with that. Probably is. I lost yeah. my whole train of thought. I had a million things. <laughs> And I for- oh, someone in the chat box, the Milford. You know the Milford from the yes, David. Yeah, real prick. Uh, he wants to know. I I if- take I take exception to that statement. I'm just kidding. He's David's a nice, a guy. nice guy. No, I, I yeah, okay, all right. Well, <laughs> somewhere in the middle. Yeah, David, what's up? <laughs> he you know he's a little uh, he's a little standoffish, but he's a good guy. He uh, wants to know if there are any synths on the new record. He must have some inside information or something. Uh, he's he's like really into. He's really into into like vintage synthesizers and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, he plays them with his feet on yeah. stage with his own band, right? And stuff. What do you think it is that leads somebody down that path? <laughs> 
I, I don't know. Maybe you know, you think it's an equipment thing. Like he does a lot of repair work and builds right. his own cabinets and stuff. Maybe he started getting into them because of the technical. He was he was like, uh, you know, interested in the in in the way they worked and stuff. And then you're just like, hey man, I got to start playing one of these because I'm just building them and stuff. Daddy issues. No. <laughs> Saying all right. You've never answered the question. Is there no synth? Oh, uh, so uh, th- there's uh, all the sort of most of the sounds that. There's a there's a sort of synthy sounding part, but that's just something that comes out of the drum machine. I think that the by accident the, the musical no, definition is oh. synth esque. Synth esque. Okay, look it up. Google it. <laughs> your, your bandmates kind of. I can't. At you. I can't look anything up. My computer's hanging on by a thread. If I touch anything, the whole radio show. <laughs> Actually, we're not even allowed. Like we're not even allowed to say Google I, I, things because we're sponsored by Bing. Yeah, don't. You know, we're, thank I, you, Bing. Our Bing new, new sponsor, Bing Marone. Guys, have you guys looked into the ad rates at Ask Jeeves? They're like they got some new investors and they're much more competitive. Not I would look into excite. that. Listen, all I know is the Tostitos people—they're fine people, and they're <laughs> propelling us into stardom. This is what we're going to talk you, about Tostitos. at our That's, meetings. Man, that is a delicious chip. Oh, forget, Maron. <laughs> forget even, about it. You never had a chip like this. Before. I never thought a chip could bring it, but here I stand corrected. <laughs> I was I was brought by Tostitos. That's geez. actually uh, we're, we're Skip, only brought you, it. That that's on the calendar Monday morning, right? Should we start taking notes for the meeting? That's we have saying. just as much integrity as the austerity program. We have no ads on this show. We play all local bands, and I get permission from every band. Thank you. You can't get better than that. Thank you. <laughs> Almost every band. Yeah, we play. Is, can I do, ca- can I do counterpoint to that I, argument? Yeah, go, or? Please go ahead. <laughs> no covers, or get a. Would, you guys would never let your music be used in an advertisement, or would you? Is there a payday you would accept? Or at this point, now that you're kind of like uh, adults and you have children and things to pay for, mortgages, stuff like that. I or? guess what he's asking is, are you singing for spuds? <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid question. <laughs> I I mean, it's it's valid in the you know questions like this are pretty easy to answer in the abstract, right? Sure. What about the but present? then somebody shows up with a, you know, well, yeah, exactly. bunch of money, and you got to think about it. Right, right. I mean, like at this point, like if we got, I mean, no one's coming to us, so it's the hypothetical of it is like, yeah, whatever. But like, and I, you know, there's lots of stuff you see, and you're like, that's pretty gross. I'd never want my band to do that. You know, where you see people chilling in particular ways, but. I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, could lay out sort of a philosophical argument about like where I sort of conceptually stand on that stuff. But I'm also more at the point where it's like you cross the bridges that you come to mm-hmm. and you I mean, it's good to sort of have reasons to do, you know, to know about why you're doing what you're doing. But I feel like there's a lot of thought about like, we never do that. You know, I never do that. I can, but you're not in that person's sort of position. So it's it's. Yeah, wait until you need a new roof. I mean, well, you know, like the whole thing, like didn't Mike Mike Watt like had a Minuteman commercial or Minuteman song go to like a car commercial or something like that? Minute Maid was. He was like, yeah, it might have been. Well, really? Did no, it? No, I, we, I didn't know about it. Here's no, the Minutemen for Minute Maid. Yeah. Well, you know, Hum had that car commercial. Right. But I remember like, you know, Mike Watt pretty like, you know, I think sure. a lot of people sort of like put their own like you know, construct a lot of their ethics behind sort of, of what they've seen he done. Yeah. He was like, yeah, you know, D- I think if this is like this is secondhand. I barely remember this, but he's like, "Yeah, D Boone's dad was really sick. D Boone's dead. No, I wasn't going to say no to his dad, you know, and, yeah. and deny well, him that money. You, don't, you never know what somebody's situation is in yeah. real life. So, I mean, do you? But do you, Thad? Do you look down on a band like Home when you see it in a car commercial and you go, "Ah, these fuckers," you know? Or do you? No, not I, care? I think I think my uh, again secondhand. I thought I thought what happened was that the the label sold the song or something like didn't they i can't remember Maybe. Well, that might be a different situation if they don't John, own their own John, song which reading... is another 
freaking mess. Right. I've been reading these articles lately that it's like that's the only way for like a band to really make money because record sales are through the fucking shitter now. Yeah. You know, like every, all these well, articles are just like there's yeah, no money there's in sales. Whole, there's well, no money in sales. If you really want to make money, that. get in a commercial, get in a TV show. That's all these articles. Well, it depends also what you got into it for. If you got into it for making money, that's that's one way to look at it. Well, and if I, you got I think into, that's the bigger issue. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, uh, the, if the model is different and uh, there's no like you know gigantic check from a record company you have to get the gigantic check from an ad company that's a different way speaking to speaking of gigantic oh yeah that's in some what apple is it? it's an, uh, yeah an iphone commercial mm-hmm. is it mm-hmm. i'd like to welcome our new sponsors apple computer <laughs> yeah apple. go out and buy yourself a macintosh that's correct <laughs> they're delicious the fucking cd drive doesn't work the stupid computer is less than a year old that's still in I the put commercial it, tagline i tried to listen as steven soley gave me three eddie pepitone Tapes and they don't fucking work. It just keeps. You were trying to put out. a tape into the CD. Yes. <laughs> it's supposed to What's work. the matter with you? It's the new hip thing. It's, it's a, very old school. <clears throat> well, they're going to change the whole thing. And now I read this article. I read. I read articles too, Tom. Listen, and it's you. funny. Uh, I skim over them. I know. You, you post things without reading, which I is unconscionable. So. <laughs> unconscionable. Incard. You're, you're horrible. I'm incorrigible. Go ahead. The uh, the whole thing with the Beats headphones, I don't want to get too off topic here, but they're going to eventually change the headphone jack to be like the fucking, Lighting you can only jack. use Beats with it or some shit like that. You watch, and they're going to slowly stroke you until you <laughs> you think it's a great idea. Keep, keep, keep talking. Thank you. Thank you. Am I alone on this, I'm gonna guys? Fi- I'm going to finish. I'm so close. It's hey. Happy birthday, Pat. That is me. <laughs> Happy birthday, Pat. Thad, is it hard to be in a band with Justin? Is he demanding? Is he a, a tough guy to work for? Or is it work work with? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was Freudian slip. Sorry about that. That's not what I meant. He's a good boss. <laughs> oh, wow. Is it tough being, ironically, the, is he, it tough being the third ironically, most popular person in the band of a duo? <laughs> ironically, he won't let me unionize the band. <laughs> We don't have we're, we have we don't have any need for that. You don't need anyone to get in the way of. There's a good the there's a good relationship. Get to cross having, your own picket line. They're having they're having sound level issues with OSHA. <laughs> there's no need to get a third party involved. There's Brad Weisenberger on the chat box talk with each other. saying you need the publishing rights from whomever owns the song as opposed to the sound recording. Martians go home. The hum songwriting company would have had. Would have had to approve. Well, publishing rights and, and uh, performing rights are two different things. Of course, you can get fucked on both of those things. Right. So, I mean, if I play a Misfits cover on the radio show, that's the publishing rights for the Misfits or whoever owns that. And if I play the Misfits playing another song, then the, whoever performed it, there would be some synth player like David uh, <laughs> the Milford who played on it looking for money from me. Well, you know what? Actually, I feel like we should respect the chat box for a moment, and I think feel like there's two things that are brought up by it that we should probably go back and like acknowledge that people are interacting with. Yes, please. I think that Brad, by the way, I've never met Brad. He seems like a fantastic guy from you know the online sort of awareness that I've got of him. So yeah, thanks for coming in uh, and <laughs> writing that, Brad. I, it seems like the point that he's bringing up is, nah, Hum probably had to sign off on this. And I think you know that's, pro- that's possible. To the yeah. point, though, like yeah, this is all performance my wise. Pay grade, if, though, if it's, somebody it's legal stuff, if somebody had had like a you know, if somebody had a, a dire financial reason that they like, it would have been difficult for them to say no to the you know. Does that make your opinion of what happened different I, as an observer? I guess so. I, guess I mean, it, yeah. I feel like the only way that you can really evaluate that is like as a member of the audience. It's like now, like there's a part of that song which you just associate with. Cadillacs, right? Well, the song has now changed. Your perception of it's changed. It could be a song that was on a record you grew up listening to, and now 
you associate with something different and it, and it changes the song. And that's, I mean, that's, I guess in a way that's not really the band's problem, but I, I think, I think the thing that, and it, you know, this gets into sort of really soft, sort of fluffy territory, but I still think it's pretty important is that like part of the idea I think of, of, you know, putting record out and playing music to other people to your point about, act, you know, why actually go out and like give the music, you know, <laughs> create a record or something like that is because you're sort of participating in a community of people and that the, you know, for me, the community of sort of punk rock and independent rock has been real, has been one that I've sort of like drawn a lot of like personal inspiration from. And a lot of that has been like very sort of like, it is about a type of culture that does not value people for sort of like the money that they can give you primarily. It is, right. it is like, it is a, you know, that, that, that money should only be a means to an end. And that the end is something that's like much richer and much more important than that. And when you see something that like, you know, that you feel like sort of doesn't respect that, you know, from an audience member, you can't sort of blame the people who are sort of doing that. That's your own problem in terms of your perception. But that doesn't mean that it's not something that you aren't going to be like, you know, that really sort of bummed me out. So. I guess. Well, like, the, the gigantic thing doesn't bother me as much. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because Cause you have Apple stock? Uh, n- not anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. I dumped out. <laughs> Why He's wearing a suit. I don't know anything about finance. Yeah. Or, no, I put sorry, a $700 sell order in. I know nothing. Uh, I don't know how much my house is worth. <laughs> I was just signing things when I bought it. I, they split. No, because you know they one. use Apple computers. Like, you know what I mean? But I don't think anybody from home is Ooh. driving a Cadillac CTS. Wait a sec. What does that have to do with anything? No, wait a minute. Well, He's I mean, got a point, a, though. He's if it's a, a product, you're actually, like, behind. No. Right? If you move my microphone one more time, I'm going to jump I'm over this bar and take a bite at you. <laughs> <laughs> totally no. Just, well, there's a difference between there's endorsing a product be- and using a product. Yeah. But, no, but it, no I, I, I don't think there is. If it's a product you actually use and is, like, it makes it a lot less nefarious, in my opinion. I got to agree with Pat on that. Oh, Give us an example. Clearly, I'm wrong. No, I'm, I'm just. I'm, no, I mean Tommy's well, agreeing with me, right. so, so my theory an, has to be flawed. An extreme example. <laughs> an extreme example would be, uh, you know, if you uh, uh, you did a you, you did a song for Kmart or or you did a song for some upstart local brewery in freaking Long Island City or something like that. Who well, you, I'm, like, I'm know from the guys Brooklyn. Nice so, guys so can it be an artisan pickle joint? Yes. <laughs> yes. It can. Do they serve these pickles at brunch? Yes, for ten dollars. Uh, how long are the lines? <laughs> Out the friggin' door. Do you bring your children? <laughs> are they screaming? Like Do you wear flip flops to the brunch? Yes, and I put them up on the table next to mine. I think it's valid to 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 make it a, a, a you know you don't think so to make it different. What if it was the Mets? Oh fuck them! That's the worst guy. <laughs> I would never endorse the Mets. Well, what's happening in our f- head right now? <laughs> Conan Neutron, you're on the air. Hey, wait, how did, where did he come from? It sounds like he Hello. just landed in a spaceship. <laughs> Hi. So I've got a perfect example for the thing Pat's talking about: Red Fang and CDR. CDR, the the recordable. C- uh, compact yeah, he disc. Said, he said Red Fang and PBR. Oh, PBR. PBR, Pat's Blue Ribbon. Okay, the beer. Right. What do they yeah. do? They, that have, they, have, uh, they have a whole thing with them. They drink all of it. It appears in all of their videos and things along those lines. Red Fang, I can tell you with 100% accuracy, drinks quite a bit of PBR. It's a lifestyle thing. It's part of their whole shtick, but it's actually part of the things that they actually do in their everyday life. And they well. keep it cool for the kids to look into. What? what they do is they keep it cool so all the fucking kids see red fang drinking beer and then that's what oh boy pbr because otherwise kids wouldn't drink beer exactly you're on the right show (laughs) (laughs) so what you i understand what you're saying you're saying that but but were they drinking tons of pbr before they were endorsed and these things appear in the videos after the endorsement deals they definitely did. I mean, yeah. 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 
So he definitely did, but I wasn't appearing in videos with them, too. No, I see what you're saying. It's, it, they're endorsing something that they, they, they like and drink rather than Wait a endorsing second. like... Uh, People you know, still make videos? Well, these this band does, and they're probably the only ones. <laughs> well, I don't get... No, see, you guys I'm, make videos. I don't... I, that's nuts. Like, Go ahead, Justin. Just, we want to hear from you. What's the problem? No, I mean, just because you use something as the consumer of the product is like... that. That is a totally different relationship with sort of what you're doing than... Then whether or not you're going to endorse it, right? Like I, I use Crest toothpaste, right? Because what the fuck, I'm going to like structure my life around the type of toothpaste that I use. I'm not going to get up. So Crest calls me up. Like, you use this shit every night. You might as well do a commercial for us. It's like fuck gonna, you. It's just toothpaste, right? We're gonna, like we're going to get calls from the Crest people. Well, whatever, you know. But it's, or even like something that I use that I really like, right? Like you know, that, that's what he was more talking about. Things that you really okay. Don't. So I use an AeroPress coffee maker. I love the hell out of the thing. I think it's fantastic, right. right? But if the AeroPress people called me up and were like, you know, would you like to endorse this thing for us? Like that's. A, I mean, I would be like, man, I fucking love this thing. But it's also like, why? What the hell does the band that I'm in and the music that we make have anything to do with like why, your coffee maker? Why thing? isn't your band called the Integrity Project? Go ahead, please continue. Don't pay attention to the no, man behind I, the book. I'm, <laughs> you're, turn your microphone down. Any Can we check that? It's going down like is the, what's the what's the domain name availability on Integrity Project? <laughs> I'd even go for a .dot edu on I'm that. That's really right good. Now. Thanks. Yeah. I want to know Thad's opinion because I think we're. But, what Justin's yeah, getting I, I, to I'm is he wants to announce my, the Austerity Program's partnership with Keurig. My whole uh, <laughs> the whole point of this interview is to is, to, is for the Keurig? band to be broken up by the time they leave. That's right, Keurig Coffee Maker. Oh, that's you? The one with the K? The thing, the single serving? Someone just gave me one. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Because I wake up late because I work at night, so there's always like rotten coffee and I microwave it, and now I get a fresh cup of coffee every time. It's the, it's, it's, it's genius. Why didn't you just make a new pot when you woke up? uh, Because there's already, I don't want to throw half a pot of coffee in the sink. Is that this coffee that we've been drinking all day? Then I have to wait for it. I want my coffee now. I thought this coffee was just sitting here, but it's delicious. You're telling me this is curry? (laughs) Let me have another sip of that. It never has two cups at home. Oh my God, that's delicious. So you're saying that? Thank if, you, Keurig. So you're saying that? If, what if Keurig came and said, "I want to make the the austerity program coffee pod, and this is going to be stuff that it, it makes you shit your pants. It's so it's so strong. I've had that. Thought. It'll make you shit, <laughs> and you know you're gonna <laughs> with a big cock on it. The cat. All right, and 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 it'll be called Tom of Finland coffee. Okay. <laughs> Are you guys both wearing Tom's of Maine deodorant right now? Is that what's going on? Because that makes you smell. Is Co- Conan, are you still there? Yes. Conan's a good... I am. I'm soaking it all in. Conan's a good phone guest. He'll stay and listen. He knows what to do. Conan's pro radio, dude. You're a little voyeur, it's aren't you? It's only his second call of the show. <laughs> Conan. Yeah, this one's, on, this one's on the Nokia shitbox, unfortunately. <laughs> Conan, do you draw a line? Uh, where do you draw the line in endorsements? Would you not do it at all? I don't think I would do it at all. I got a problem with it big time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's easier just to keep it separate, I guess. But I, I get the thing that really gets me is is this sort of red bank situation where, like, yeah, those dudes were pounding back like cheap beer all the time, and they were drinking lots of PBR. So I get it where it's okay for them to associate themselves with PBR because people already associate them with that anyway. But I don't know. It's it, it seems Isn't like it's a better cop to out keep though, the right? band the band. You know? Yeah. Uh, I guess. 
I think it's pretty safe to say you're never going to hear an austerity program yeah. song I mean, in that's a commercial. That's, right. No, that's we know point, that. Right? We know that, but it's a discussion. I'm bummed out whenever I hear a, a, a song by a band. Why? I like it. Why? Why? Yeah. I don't know. It bothers me. It bothers me. I don't, I don't know why. I don't want to call them sellouts or anything, but it bothers me. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't... You know, but then at the same time, if someone offered me to, like, uh, do the radio show and said there would be commercials on it, of course, I'm going to do it. But is doing a radio show the same thing as, you know, making music and then sure. selling it to... Why not? To sell... Okay. It, I don't really see the difference. Really? I say... I, I, I would draw a distinction between the two. Hugely. And what's the distinction? Music, it's not you're like saying your art is better than mine. Well, um, <laughs> yes, we have brought yes, that up. Yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. Exactly what, yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> you said it, you went there, but I'm not gonna correct oh, I you. Could, I could take it, yeah, I, that's what I've heard. Give it to me straight, Doc. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> John's oh, busy oh, queuing up his eyes. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> What's the distinction? I'm curious. Is there a difference between being in a band or painting a picture or making a sculpture or being on the radio? Is there a difference? What's the difference? Different. You, you, Thad, Calabrese. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I, you I, have an opinion on something you can't explain. I think that the difference is that uh, you know you can come in here and you can do a radio show and it's 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 unique and there's something interesting about it and uh, you know maybe you can't replicate it the next time because each one is unique but. There's something about music that you know they, the the planning of it, the uh, the recording of it, it's different than you know nonsense. No, nope. okay. Well, I tried. If John, what if what if uh, on the show you guys were all laughing and sponsored by Monster Energy Drink? Like no, five. I'm out. No. Be, we're working right? on that. It's our Monday. Meeting. I'm out. But I do think there's something to be said for like the live reads of a baseball broadcast or a radio. Like, all right, we'll be back in. Uh, here's the three-two pitch. It's uh, you know whatever. It's fucking uh, Wrigley gum or whatever it is. You know. I mean, there's some that that's the business. That's the business. How do you think we're gonna get money into this thing, man? Well, I'm there's you. listen. You and your money can take a hike. Well, There's guess, no money coming. I guess it keeps coming. I guess it, it keeps coming Except back. Except from to- Colette. You know where I make money from? <laughs> Digging a fucking ditch and plunging a toilet. That's where the money comes from. I don't. Th- I, well, I honestly. But it, but it I'm keeps not coming busting, back to the thing, though, right? So like, why I honestly think there's no difference. But well, go ahead. But what you know, the, you don't. You don't do this to make money. You don't make. No. You know, if, if you do, <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly, and we don't make. We don't. We don't make music to make money because I think we're still way in the hole on this whole project. I thought I was going to make money tonight. My one of the guests owed me a couple bucks. You know, yeah, it's, well, it's, come on out to Astoria. It's right there waiting for you. Which leads me to another question. You guys have day jobs? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. What if I ask what you guys do? No, I don't mind. Hey, so speaking of uh, being in the hole, I'm about to drop off here, but I I definitely want to lobby once again for the Asterity program to play the West Coast, and I will help make that happen. Thank you, Conan. We would would love to do it. All right. Thank you. You're like one of those guys. See you later, Conan. You're like one of those guys who's like, you could post something like, Asterity, our new record's coming out, and then someone in the thread will be like, come to Cleveland. And then it's like a million people go, come to the moon. (laughs) <laughs> Come to, you know, <laughs> the Caspian Sea. You're like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything we're talking about? 
I, yeah, Shut up. I, I, I get it, but we're not coming there. If we come there, we will put out a list of places we will be playing. After we sign with Gatorade, we will play in California, okay? Well, you can hit a home run on that shit, I heard. That's what Bryce Harper told me. We should take a quick break. We, we should. And when we come back, can we please remind ourselves to answer David's question, I feel? Yes. So, uh, what is the question? Dude, Go ahead. I can't, I can't remember what he said. <laughs> you sense like. on the album. You said no. It was a, a oh, product okay. of the drum machine. All right. So we're good. Good. I just don't want anyone to feel like we're paying attention. No. If, any, if I've missed any chat box questions, I apologize. I'm trying to pay attention to all of it. And uh, Milford also saying, what if Sennheiser wanted to endorse the radio show? I, you know, I don't know. These are hypothetical questions like Justin said. You'll have uh, to type up. John's wearing a jacket. If Sennheiser ever listened to this show, they would never endorse it. Yeah. I mean, John, I'd like, I'd like the austerity program to endorse your show. Oh, I'm totally in. If, if you if you want if you I want your money, you guys all the time. If you want your money, you have to come to Astoria, though. There you go. All right, I will come to Astoria. It's not that far away. I just got to try to get a free night away. I work at night. It's tough. It's tough to go out and have a beer. Hey, it's rough, you know. <laughs> it's rough. I tell you. I get the jacket on, you know. <laughs> it ain't easy, you know. <laughs> These are practice wow. Dangerfield imitations. There's like oh, there's two of them, really and they're good. both really, they're good, really right? good. We had this whole idea of literal Rodney Dangerfield, which is a whole different thing. Like, hey, I'm wearing a, a jacket. Oh, you that know was your, that was your Vine thing, right? Yeah. Oh man, I so want to incorporate that into something. I think it's a great idea. He couldn't get sponsorship. That was the issue. <laughs> Monster Energy was interested, but I said no. I'll no. do merch. <laughs> I'm all right. John can't drift a car like Ken. All right, now, last week I was in rough shape. Two guys mugged me. And that's the joke. <laughs> I got a pool. My son drowned. <laughs> My wife, she slept with another guy. Here's the austerity program, if this works. Oh, I shit. owe back taxes. I fucked it up. I can unplug Pat. Look at this. See? I got a notice from the IRS. <laughs> I'm in the hole, thirty grand. Take it easy, little literal Roddy, and then no one laughs. <laughs> Everything's just sad, like a puppet, like a ventriloquist, <laughs> like watching John pull all those chords out trying to get a song to play. I can't, I can't get it. Playing on a radio show, nobody listens. All right, <laughs> I'm estranged from my family. <laughs> the children won't talk to me. <laughs> Not in years. Not in years, I tell you. Please let this work. We'll be back. Oh. That's the wrong speed. Yeah. Is, is that us? What'd you, make like... the, what'd you make the first, the last album, 45, and this one, 33? Oh. Yeah. 33 RPM? I messed up the speeds. It's all right. One day I'll... I'll, I'll you're, you're messed up on the speed. We'll be back after I this. wish. From the austerity program.
Yeah, okay, that was If I Had a Hi-Fi with Continuous Symmetries. Before that, we heard Find Me Gone by The Mess Around, and of course, brand new, brand new, exclusive? I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Exclusive, yeah, why not? Exclusive The Austerity Program here on, li- on The Live from the Barrage, and that song was called Song 32. That's the first track off of Side B on that record. That's the actual LP tape that we played, of course, because we're all about integrity here and fuck Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> also, drink Monster Energy Drink whenever you get a chance. It's delicious, and it will hydrate you and give you the energy you need. You know when you get that 2 o'clock crash after lunch? You're going to want to monster up. You're damn right. Beastie Boys just winning their $1.7 million lawsuit you, against the Monster You're killing my news over here. <laughs> Okay. Oh, segways, segways. Let's just segways. go into the news. Right. No, I want to. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask. What is that? Is, is it? Did you make this up for the show? I do it every week. You did. It has a logo. <laughs> oh, we have to let him do this. This <laughs> is great. Yeah, he will. Says do the it. guest. I love it. Oh man. I want to do the news right now. You really take care. <laughs> let's let's do the news first, John. You'll appreciate this. Then. Okay. I love these guys. I'm ready. Tommy Rockstar's news. <clears throat> How's the mic level? Fresh off the wire. <laughs> Dateline flushings. The what do you Beast- got for us this week, Tommy? All right. The Beastie Boys have won $1.7 million <laughs> verdict. Wow, really? In their uh, copyright lawsuit against Monster Energy Beverage Corp over the company's use of uh, the group's music in a promotional video. The did, group- did you what see the video? Use? Well, a bunch of songs, sorry. I think. Actually, it says. A bunch uh, of them. Yeah, they used a bunch of, like a medley. The Beastie Boys initiated the lawsuit in 2012 following the death of Adam Yauch. Uh, the suit filed by Mike Diamond and Adam Horowitz. And I'm wearing y- a suit. That's right. Uh, and Yauch's widow, Denchen, uh, claimed that Monster included parts of, quote, sabotage, so what you want, make some noise, and looking down the barrel of a gun in a promotional video, along with a 23-minute medley of the Beastie Boys songs made available for download as an MP3. That's pretty bold. Wow. Yeah, that's what awesome. the hell is that about? What well, were they thinking? Promotion. The, 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 the well, ballsy are thinking. They did this whole sneaky deal where they said it's a tribute. Well, the ballsy to, thing. To it, was, it was five days after he died, <laughs> right? And they were like, "Oh, this is you know, you disguise it as a tribute, I guess." Which is what we did on the second show ever. Because when he died, we played some Beastie Boys. I, I think I cut them down to less than thirty seconds. We're in <laughs> I the think clear. He'd still appreciate it. Yeah, but we're not advertising. Yeah, exa- exactly. No, that, but that was like part of. I'm sorry if this gets in the news story, but that was. Does it talk about that was deliberately part of his? Well, it says like, will. It says here the songs. Right. The songs were taken from footage of a live set by DJ Z Trip at the Monster. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the monster-sponsored Canadian festival Ruckus in the Rockies, held a few days after Yauk's death, they should they should have been awarded one point seven oh. million just for lameness. Z Trip <laughs> Ruckus in the Rockies, the it whole just, thing is making. I'm gonna they throw destroyed up. the entire Beastie Boys brand just by being associated with yeah. that. Okay, well check on, this out. This is, well, the Beastie Boys aren't concerned with the brand. I think they want to uh, respect Yauk's. Uh, will which they've never put their songs in advertising. It's in yeah. the lyrics saying, and he didn't want it in, and that's the only reason they're suing. I think the money goes to charity. They're not keeping it. That's actually yeah. right. It says Yaks will specifically prohibits any company from using the group's music for advertisements. However, the group sought two point five million for copyright infringement and false endorsement. Though Monster countered that the maximum amount it owed was only one hundred twenty five thousand, the company called the case illogical, admitting that it had infringed on the group's copyrights, but stated that an employee inadvertently, and the employee being DJ Z Trip, by the way, 
uh, believed that Monster had permission to use the music, so they were going off the word of the DJ Z trip because he said he yeah. had the rights. Well, do you know? Do you know? Do you know what the word was actually? Hmm. Dope. He, had a, he sent <laughs> yeah. an email saying dope, and they and they said, oh. We can use all their songs now. Yeah, that's oh, bullshit. That they, is bullshit. Dope. I mean, I mean, I mean, and like, right. I'm. I think it's great that like, I, I, I think it's really funny that and, and like, awesome. He's like, you know, part of my will. Fuck it, you can't use any of our songs for advertising. <laughs> Boom, just deal with it. You know, yep. hire a lawyer Legal with my document. estate. Goodbye, I'm dying. Call and then he's gone. Day. And everyone's like, oh, but what if it's, what if it's this? Nope, it's right there. This is exactly <laughs> how I want it to be. On the other hand, right, like. It is a little nuts that because someone decided to play some songs on something, it's gross that they decided to do to try and sell their bullshit, like, yep. cancer-causing energy drink, right? But, like... Allegedly, you can't There's prove. something... There's no... <laughs> Sorry. There's no causal They're going to sue us for slander to try to recoup... Yeah, exactly. That would be exactly. the greatest thing that happened on this radio show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> to be sued for slander? Yeah, no, the thing of the you publicity. Get <laughs> no, well, well, uh, I, you know, I, it's nuts that that ends up costing anybody $1.2 million. I think Yao's point Sorry. in the entire thing was like, look at uh, the estate of Randy California is currently suing uh, Zeppelin uh, for uh, their song Taurus, claiming that it's... Uh, a stairway to heaven is a ripoff That's, of Taurus, right? But no, but it's the estate of Randy California right. suing them. It Randy is California not a ripoff. It's the exact same fucking song. But Randy California was alive the entire time, and he never felt the need to bring litigation regarding it. So clearly, it's you know, I mean, other well, parasites, you know, right. family members and stuff looking to make a buck, thinking, yeah, oh, well, this is a quick buck. Like, well, we're in a weird position. Know, they'll pay us for a settlement, etc., etc. I think that was the point of Yauk's statement in his will. Yeah, the, the, was that it can't be used for anything, you know. So, but basically, it was to keep any, you know, like like bottom feeding from happening. Right, right. That's we're, my that's my interpretation. We're of in it a anyway. weird position. That's my very flawed theory. We're in a weird position as a you know, in, integral artists. That, at, on one hand, you you say, hey, the music is out there and it's out there, and call it a day. And if anybody wants to listen to it and download it and use it, that's fine. And we're not going to sue them. On the other hand. You have this giant corporation taking the songs and using it for something. So it's, you know. You know, I'm, I'm going to ask Adam Kurzawa to, to call in because he's dropping some fucking science in the chat box. And uh, I think we'd like to get it over here. Please call in because right. he's actually he's more in tune with this whole scene. 718-577-2716. Call in live from the broad. I want to hear from you. My quick advice is create. I think Thad alluded to it exactly earlier. Create music that nobody is going to want to associate their products <laughs> with. And there's no, it's all hypothetical, right? Like, because no one's going to fucking be calling you up being like, we think we could sell band-aids with this. This says, That's cheating. Yep. It's not cheating. In related news. Yes. You won't see me in We're back. advertising. Uh, I like Bacardi, not, I like see. to party, not drink Bacardi, because I'm not looking to throw up on nobody. <laughs> That's the next line of it. See, in related news, uh, Gary Glitter has been charged with eight counts of sexual offenses against girls. Again? What? Yep. Yep. Not Gary Glitter. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, see that because he's Protestant. <laughs> this is breaking news. Non-breaking news. <laughs> Tommy Rockstar. That's Mr. King. A uh, super king on this. So phone. good. It says the charges. Hey. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. Right, go ahead, Tommy. I want to hear more about the girl toucher. There we go. The Can you say that a little creepier? <laughs> the charges relate to two women who were aged between, check this out, guys, 12 and 14 at the time of the alleged offenses between 1977 and 1980. So these are old. 
Old women for him. Yeah, for him now. <laughs> yeah. How old are they now? They got to be like. Uh, yeah, I know how old they older are. Older than me. <laughs> the former pop star, whose real name is Paul Gadd, is due uh, to appear at Westminster Magistrates Court on June 19th. How many of you out there are into older women? Said, <laughs> <laughs> so how many of you are into older women? Not Gary Glitter, apparently. <laughs> you know the kind you dig out of graves. <laughs> They kind of have their eyes sunken in and their skulls dried out. You know, they kind of have maggots crawling out of their fucking cunts. Oh, my gosh. Take it easy, Tom Araya. just like to lick. It's a sick man. And you can taste those crunchy maggots as you devour them in your mouth. Jesus Christ. Hey, hey, He's Mom. got a lot of time you know, on his you're head. making the attempt to fuck this little lady. Oh, I love the transition there. And they're breaking two. Are you Macrophiliacs? <laughs> this one's called Macrophiliacs 2. Mom, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> How many of you out there are into older women? Can't even get a story. <laughs> so much older women. <laughs> it's good because the audience can't hear the phone ring. Hello, caller, you're on oh, the they air. They can't? No. Oh. Hello, it's Adam. Hey, Adam. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for listening all on. this time. It's good to hear from you. <laughs> Absolutely. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, Adam, from Brooklyn? So, Wait, that Adam? Uh, yeah, so that the, 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 Z, the Z trip is uh, a, a good dude named Zach. Known him for a long time. Okay. Uh, DJ from Arizona. Um, he was officially getting some shit from people in this room. I just want you to know. <laughs> he was. Who, who was? I was? No, 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 no. The Z trip. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that you're calling in with, the, with like, uh, actually, this is how it really is. Yes. So I go do. on. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Please continue, sir. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, you have the floor. I, I know he, he, was, he was supposed to tour with uh, Beastie Boys and Rage Against the Machine. Tour got pulled, all that stuff. That's when you he know, uh, got he, injured with a motorcycle accident, right? It was Mike D or somebody? Somebody got a motorcycle accident. I believe so. One, Yeah, one of them got hurt. They, they kind of pulled out. The whole tour got changed. If I remember correctly, I think Rage then pulled... Wu Tang and Atari Teenage Riot. It became a whole crazy no, other tour. Uh, at the driving, but the, let the man speak. At, oh, they, there you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, basically, he uh, huge huge hip hop guy who, like, you know, kind of was doing a lot of the like before all that mashup nonsense was playing a lot of like old school classic rock and kind of bringing in kind of hip hop stuff and it's just always kind of been you know, in those circles with BCs and all of those types of artists. So I wasn't surprised that he would do a tribute mix. Um, I, I also wasn't surprised that somebody like Monster would be completely ridiculous and think that they could just put it out for profit, <laughs> knowing that the Beasties, like so many other artists, have always said that they would never do an advertisement. So it's like, duh, obviously they don't want to do a, you know, coked up sports drink. <laughs> Adam, I, you know, I always tell you like a hipster guy, and he, he sound like you're from Staten Island. You don't want to do no coke up sports drink over there. Right? I love it. Which is one of their lyrics, I believe. <laughs> don't want to do no coked up sports drink. Well, this is a. It, it's also a gray area for me because I've gotten permission from bands to play their music. Now I'm afraid. Nah, it's well, good thing I mean, no one listens to this you, shit. 
Yeah, I mean, but, you know, but, but playing the music on the radio, I mean, there, you know, there's mechanicals and royalties and all that nonsense. Sure, you're well, doing I, it strictly I, for an endorsement. The funny thing about the Beastie Boys, though, I mean, it's just, I always find it ironic. I mean, uh, you know, if they, they're going to respect Yacht's will, and they totally should, but all of their music was samples. So it's right. like, wait it's, a minute. It's like, different. That's you know, not an advertisement. I, I believe that's a different animal. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, the, yeah. and, and I never heard a Beastie Boys song in anything commercial not not only advertisements, but you won't hear it on a te- television show or anything else. Which I was surprised. They much wa- must watch must watch. I'm getting drunk. Breaking <laughs> Bad because I heard like a what's that song? Sabroso or whatever it was was on Breaking Bad, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like this doesn't make oh, wow. any sense. Yeah, but I guess. Uh, now I'm wondering now because that that was on that wasn't that on that in sound from way out that instrumental record? No, it was oh, on. No, that I, was I on, think it was uh, on Ill, communication. Ill communication. Right, right. Okay. One, of, one of the yeah, instrumentals. Okay. I think it's it. No, it wasn't Sebro. It was Buddha Buddha Vista Vow or whatever that was with the with the uh, with the monks go, with the didgeridoo is going. It's a cool jam to smoke. Bonkers yeah, it's weird. Together. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, there's there, there are people literally have have gigs just going around watching popular TV programs, advertisements, all that stuff, looking for you know copyright infringement and stuff like that because they 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 just well, uh, most times they just want to collect. I have to believe that worried. I have to believe that the Beastie Boys pick their battles and aren't out there looking for paydays and to pick on everybody who's playing a Beastie Boy song. But I also think that, sure. you know, they're 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 gonna be militant about protecting the man's legacy and, and his dying wishes. So that's that's Right, and you, and you had the same thing enough. with that Goldie box that uh that uh, construction set for, right. for the, little girls. The little used, girls you know, the, the girls cover, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and even hey, even though Gary Glitter actually wanted to endorse the Goldie box. <laughs> <laughs> It's rock and roll part four. It's good. I never finished the story. <laughs> it, it, if it gets uglier, don't. I, I, got mean, the, I got the actual count. Nobody finishes anything on this show. That's the way it goes. <laughs> well, thank you, Adam. Do you have anything else to add to the uh, Beastie Boy story? Nah, that's that's all I got. Nah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, dude. Adam, thanks for calling in. Uh, that was thank it. you. That was no problem. Great. See you guys. All right. Appreciate Later. it. Later. There he goes. There's Adam. Guys got smarts. And Adam used to uh, what do you what do you used to like run the record company you guys were on or something? He's got a lot of irons <laughs> in the fire. Oh, okay, right. he's a good man. Yeah, he looked really nervous there for a second. <laughs> Deer in the headlights. <laughs> I swear, I thought he was from like Ohio or something. He's like, you got you got sabotage on that. <laughs> Forget it, Brooklyn dude. <laughs> He's got it from both sides. He's he's half Brooklyn, half Philly. At the Pepitone show, as quickly as great comedian, I don't want to do his bit, but he had a great bit, and I wish I thought of it. it. Was like he was one of the opening guys. He was on for five minutes. I forget his name, and he, God damn it, I'm gonna remember his name. And he was this little guy. And he goes, uh, he see people on the street like New Yorkers who've been here forever. They're like three thousand dollars for a one bedroom. What do they got in there? A time machine? <laughs> three thousand dollars for a one bedroom? What do they got in there? Another apartment? And he's like, you come back two hours later, and the guy's got a crowd around him. You know, he's like, what do they got in there? Three thousand dollars. That's what you sound like to me, Adam. Thank you. Go ahead, Tommy Rockstar. Well, uh, Mr. Gad, uh, aka Gary Glitter, Steve Gad. That's right, Gad Zooks over here, uh, age seventy, was arrested in October two thousand twelve at his home uh, in London, following the investigation by detectives. The charges We're going to get sued for this more than anything because he needs to bail himself out. 
The charge is uh, filed by the victim, who was age 12 at the time of the alleged offenses in 1977. Are, are the lyrics to this song just rock and roll? Evidently. Jesus. Got good mechanicals. He wasn't concentrating on lyrics. He was concentrating on getting underage fanny. Hold on. I'm text messaging Tony Lindholm. We got to wrap this session up. I got I got a couple kids waiting outside. A couple dates. <laughs> But didn't he get nailed like two? And he got nailed yeah. in Thailand. He was in like a, a, a Thai jail or something. Right. Yeah, he did like a sex tour. He did Four. a bit over there. A tour. Yeah. Four counts of indecent assault. One count of administering administering a drug or other thing in order to facilitate sexual intercourse. And one count of sexual intercourse with a girl under the age of 13. When I'm 70, God. I'm going to be that fucking horny. Like, seriously, I thought it would end. Yeah. Like, yep. and I could. 50 or something. Yeah. And no, just no, start being normal he's, finally. He's 70 now. Yeah. But at the this time, the girl happened... was 13 in 1977. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. So, yeah, he's. I mean, I'm. I'm well, minus so he was only four. So it's yeah. so oh, this is a thirty-year-old case. Yeah, it's from nineteen seventy-seven. Where's the statute of limitations? Statutory of limitations. But, no, but he got he got charged in Thailand a, like within the last ten years. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. That's pretty recent. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Glitter rose mm -hmm. to fame in the mm -hmm. UK in the nineteen seventies with a flamboyant stage persona and his hits such as Rock and Roll Part Two and Leader of the Gang. The latter reaching number one in the UK charts in nineteen seventy-three. <laughs> that was for Tree Boy. So. I don't agree with that. <laughs> and finally, in a, in a directly related news, eat a fucking bag of dicks for all I care. The family of iconic DJ Casey Kasem was gathered around Thursday at a West Coast hospital. Oh, this is nuts. Yeah. yeah. After uh, the ailing radio star's blood pressure took a scary drop. The 82-year-old Kasem's blood pressure is going down to number eight. <laughs> <laughs> now back to with the a bullet. <laughs> the great thing about your blood pressure dropping when you're completely senile is you have no fucking idea that anything's going on. So what's the difference? <laughs> Taking a slide from number five. <laughs> so bad. Twenty over forty. We're dropping down. <laughs> this week, blood pressure is <laughs> off the charts. A little pressure drop. Little pressure drop. <laughs> There's pressure drop by the uh, the band, a little band out of England called the Beatles. And and then and Clara Peller showed showed up, right? Yeah, it says. Well, the 82 year old Kasem's condition stabilized following a frightening quote turn for the worse after the frail music industry fixture. This uh, the source indicated. Danny Duraney, a spokesman for daughter Carrie Kasem, confirmed that his, quote, his blood pressure was so low it got very serious. Carrie and her sister Julie were already at the hospital while their brother was there uh, on his way. The familiar voice of Kasem boomed regularly from radios across the nation during his long run as host of the weekly American Top 40 program. The daughter, in court papers filed last week, said her father was suffering from a massive bed sore and a serious infection at the Bremerton, Washington home where Kaysom was staying with his wife, Jean. The spouse and her stepdaughter were Where's engaged... The Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call the single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and less bun. Hey, where's the beef? This brought me business. I would give her the beef if I was... She's feisty. If you were Gary Glitter... The, the spouse and her stepdaughter were engaged in a bitter battle to take control of their beloved radio Well, you know star. who the spouse is, right? She's busy throwing meat. That's what the, I mean. the, She's She's Nick Tortelli's wife on Cheers. Yeah. Remember that ditzy broad? And With, uh, I, I, would, voice, yeah. I would hesitate to call a woman a broad, but that's a broad. 
and she's throwing meat and quoting the Bible quotes that don't exist. And uh, she, that's that's that woman. She's in like Police Academy or something, right? With the ponytail and the blonde yeah. hair. She's like ten that's feet her? tall. Yeah. Yeah. That's Casey Kasem's wife. Yes. She came. She swooped in and took his took him away. Are, are you are you thinking of Gilbert Godfrey? No. <laughs> A man walks in. <laughs> He's all doped up or dying or something. The daughter, who said her da- uh, dad is also suffering from dementia, denied accusations uh, from her, the mother, Carrie. For her to say that I went to my dad for money to bring it to the Church of Scientology is defamation of character, says Carrie Kasem. Who Have you considered a career in public speaking? Yes. <laughs> who also studies multiple religions, including Scientology. So his daughter's a Scientologist. <laughs> Okay. Well, what about the meat whip? I've heard she's <laughs> yeah. hot. Yeah, get to the meat. Where's the beef? Were, well, apparently they were- I've heard the, the daughter is really hot. Is she? I guess I, so. I What's her name? Here? I've seen a picture. What's her name? She, Carrie Kasem? She's, she's not a bad She studies multiple religions, including Scientology. Right. That, like, I don't care. Like, that is a hot, hot turn off the right there, right? Buddhism, Catholicism, and Scientology. Where's the beef? <laughs> yeah. Yo, she's fine. Let me see. Let me see. No, she's not fine. She's crazy. No, yeah, meat all over. Just, yeah. just for the record, in college, where's I found a Where's the Beef t-shirt at a thrift store on Jerome <laughs> Avenue. What a surprise. <laughs> hey, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd look into that. Tommy can make it those for you. He can make some make up some Where's the Beef t-shirts, and we could all go back to the, the golden days of hamburger advertising. And, and one last related story here. Wait, you're not going to talk about her throwing the, the ground chuck No, around? everybody knows about that. He doesn't that. have it in his notes. It's if he doesn't notes. have it in his notes. But you guys all talked about it. We all know she's throwing meat at each other. It's burger time over there. I w- you're playing burger time. <laughs> burger time. We were talking about that last time. Like, you imagine you flip burgers all day and come home to play the video game burger time. <laughs> play Tapper. Tapper? I hardly know. Uh, all right, here's the last story of the night, all right? It goes a little something like this. Hit it. Uh, <laughs> on Monday... It takes two to make a thing go right. The, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm reading this straight off my phone, so this, it's, been on, it's not edited. Have everything on the internet. Yeah. Everything. On Monday, the Austin... <laughs> we'll play some tapper. Get ready to serve. Oh, and here you go. All right, so you're the developer of Tapper. You take that endorsement deal, the b- big Bud logo back there? No. Go ahead, Tommy. I'm sorry. On Monday, the Austin... There's several versions of it, actually. Th- that game is polluted. <laughs> it's polluted now. They use that GMO corn in the beer I'm drinking. They use a polluted with a Budweiser. But Bud is union. Does Brooklyn... Brooklyn can't be union. I don't think it is. No. It's like three guys working there. It's like fad. And... No, it might be. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. They got a walking tour of the place, though. Uh, on, I can find out the internet. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Justin got has to leave to f- to look things up on the internet. He has to leave because he does not carry his phone, which is why he never gets back to oh. you on a goddamn decent amount of time. And when he I, when I, he I does he, when he does, he's always like, yes. "I'm on I'm on a plane. <laughs> save it in save the it. cargo hold. <laughs> save it for some kind of monster." I was I'm sorry. I was I was being present in the moment, not some paying kind attention of to monster myself. energy drink with <laughs> the austerity program. That's funny. <laughs> In related Burger Time news, the Austin Music Commission, a branch of the Austin City Council, deliberated over a proposal to launch a larger-than-life statue of former Misfits frontman, quote, Aquatine punchline slash cat owner, Glenn Danzig. 
riding a dragon with sparkly ruby eyes. I, 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 I can't support believe this. that I have had Glenn Danzig grocery shopping list queued up for the last 45 minutes Fuck. and it's all of a sudden become relevant? Yeah, now it's relevant. How is that even possible? Bring it up. John, pop me it, up. It must be your birthday. You're up. John of Sardines Frozen Pizza Rise Is this him singing it? Cakes. One dozen burritos. It is. It's not him. Shrek to on Some kind DVD. of goofy parody. Three liter bottle of Mountain <laughs> Dog. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. He finally hit it, that guy. Cola. All right, go on, please. The concept to have the statue stand as a tourism tourism fixture in Austin's Red River Cultural District was submitted by the commission, submitted to the commission by James Moody, the owner of the punk rock club The Mohawk. According to Texas Monthly, which I can't believe exists, Moody believes the Danzig statue will quote serve as the community's core. And for its values through a positive and experienced political voice. They should put a Gary Glitter statute of limitations in the middle of his hometown. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Megan's Law. (laughs) Right in front of City Hall. Just called no touching. He later admitted that the proposal was in jest, but after it caught steam now has high hopes the city's willing to, to go for it. Velvet, velvet robes around the glare. What? Gary what? Glitter statue. Yeah. No touching. <laughs> no touching. <laughs> it's just no, a, it's just a, <laughs> They were they were they were uh they were gonna put it up in the north of England, right next to the Thatcher statue, because right. they both had trouble with miners. Oh, <laughs> oh that was a good one. It's a statue this is a Taiwanese child oh with its pants half ripped off. <laughs> well if you guys want to be a part of it, there's a Kickstarter <laughs> like, campaign. You can donate to it, you can help make that statue a reality in Austin. All our Austin listeners. Austin, Texas? That's D- Glenn Danzig's, Danzig's yeah. hometown? No, oh, it's he's from Lodi, New Jersey. Oh. Texas is the reason, I thought. Oh, he's from Lodi? <laughs> that explains everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's, from, he's from Lodi, New Jersey? Yeah. Right off the bridge over there? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> he, sings, he sings like that because of the smell. <laughs> you know what they say, if it's from Bayonne. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the news. That's it? Yeah, that's all all right. Four stories. There's the news with Tommy Rockstar. That was some news segment. Yeah, baby. Unbelievable. I've been busy all week. That was good, Tommy. You know, that was great. I can't find your news again. I'm, I'm again, a terrible host. I can't find the sounds. There was Tommy's news. Play some Mario. News is all the way at the bottom. I don't have, like, a closing bit for you. For up-to-the-minute, late-breaking, nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on Livestream.com. I don't know what happened to Mario tonight. We have no Mario and no Ryan. This is an odd show. Anyway, I have one more thing to ask the uh, the Austerity Program. You can get their new album <laughs> on Controlled Burn Records or the AusteritiProgram.com. It's called Yams. Beyond Sorry. Calculation. Beyond Calculation. I don't know why I can't remember. It's the least memorable album title ever. You guys Sorry. better sit for this, or okay. maybe you should stand. No, it's just a quick lightning round. Okay. I just want to crap, not crap with you guys. You are, you're okay. going to ask them stand. You're familiar with the crap, not crap, Thad? Thad? Nope. Just, uh, I'm going to name bands, and you just say, uh, <laughs> you, you you will go one after another and, name, and say crap or not crap. I'll, you know, I, I don't want you to... Uh, 
to explain it, but if you feel the need to, you can stop and explain. Uh, you know, you can you can uh, quantify your answer. We call that the waffle factor. What right. if you don't know the band? Just, you know every band on this list. It's quick. Ready? All right. All right. Meta- Metallica. Crap or not crap? Not crap. Oh, yes. Yeah, tough, right? That is now like- you can choose. You have the personal choice to either. You know, you could separate the early stuff from no, the later no, stuff, no. or you can uh, take well, it as a whole. You're immediately dissecting your own rules. Uh, you know what? Not crap. There are no rules. Not crap? Okay. Megadeth. Crap. Crap. Anthrax. Crap. Not crap. Crap. Mm, fad, not crapping. Oh anthrax, God. I'm liking it. Red Fang. PBR enthusiasts, apparently. <laughs> Uh, as an entity to exist in the world, not crap. Fine. Yeah, not crap. Deep purple. Crap. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Justin thinking. No, I said crap immediately. Oh, I thought I thought I thought that was that. Bad <laughs> you crapped deep purple? Yeah, he made the noise. You guys never heard space trucking? What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, that's that's why I <laughs> <laughs> Nirvana. Oh not crap. Not crap. Hmm. I thought you guys would think about that a little more. Big Black. Not crap. Not crap. Bob Dylan. Ah, eh, crap. <laughs> wow. I don't fucking care about um, that. I know. I'm, you know, I'm he's going a divi- with, it's a polarizing guy. No, like I'm I, going with crap. I'm waiting for also. Woody to call in any minute, by the way. All right, fad crapping Bob Dylan as I, well. I just kind of don't care about Led that. Zeppelin. Not crap. Not crap. Hmm. Replacements. Not crap. Crap. Wow. Who said crap? I did. Justin crapped them and Thad not crap. Thad, your replacements fan? Or you're just not crapping. The, the replacements were the first sort of what non-mainstream band I listened to when I was about 13 years old or so. Right. They were they were like my gateway drug into sure. What, so they'll always have a. I think right some of the, on that mic. I think I think I think some of their some of their later stuff didn't do it for me, but their earlier stuff I thought was incredible. See, like I got my first replacements record like after I got my first. You know, Fugazi record and all that other stuff. So uh, I was sort of like, what's going on? Like, what's the big deal about this? But in the same way, like, I could sort of see people dissing on the Pixies. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm like, Pixies are never going to be crap for me just because they were like, oh, yep. man, those records were super important for me at the time. But I can imagine someone being like, what? <laughs> that band. Yeah, I sure. Still- you could always see the other side of the replacements coin, and which, you know, if you didn't grow up with them, like, uh, I, I did kind of, I guess, or whatever, you could totally see why someone would not like them. Yeah. And that they're, yep. they're a band that it's weird. Like, some like metalheads will be like, "Oh, the replacements rule," and then they'll be like, "Like weird new wave guys who like don't like them," and they're in a weird spot. That's why I bring them up. Thank you. Who's next? Steely Dan. Crap. 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 Oh, okay, so you, you never know. You know, some people like this coked up retard band that <laughs> loves to molest I, children. I, <laughs> I, I guess allegedly. I guess that like they did a particular thing, like. Crap. Like to the very Yeah, exactly. Which is a total crap thing. Like but they did it to the extent that no one else did. So if you're into that thing, then you're like, Oh yeah, of course. You're, you're all in, right. Yeah, but fuck that, right? Who, yeah, fuck perfect, that is right. They were perfection in the studio. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> who who That's said what that? Gary Glitter said. <laughs> hey oh, Mr. King. Oh <laughs> not to the prosecutor. <laughs> Hello, right, Mr. Just, quickly. This is an interesting one. I can't cannot figure out. I can't can't predict this at all. Okay. Queen. Not crap. Oh, man. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, the waffle factor on Queen is I think all their music is totally abysmal. I think that the fact of like a super out flamboyant homosexual in like popular culture is like... Just po- give an answer. He wasn't Pop gay. Co- 
Pop culture needs who wasn't gay? Freddie I'm not Mercury. talking about Freddie Mercury. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Brian May. <laughs> Are you kidding me? How about how about no, hey, the, he may? How about the part in We Will Rock You where his guitar just goes chucka chucka for a <laughs> second? <laughs> so good. Yeah, every, every you know what you're, you you reminded me of Queen's music. <laughs> Fuck it, crap, crap and Queen. crap, yeah. so right. bad. Listen, there's no judgment here. It's crap, not crap. There's no judgments, but you are wrong yeah. on that one. <laughs> It's not Judgment Night. Fat and Justin disagreeing on that one. Solo Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, crap. The world doesn't need that music. It's crap. Yeah, it's pretty much crap. Fleetwood Mac. Crap. Crap. Jeff Beck. I'm whatever, crap. crap. <laughs> Rolling Stones. You know what? Like, I, they could disappear. I wouldn't care. Crap. Wow. Now or then? It's up to the the whole thing. Beauty is in the eye. Of the I don't know. What do you listener think? What do you here? think of the Stones, Fab? I was never really into classic rock, yeah. but they were they were probably the best thing around then. I, I guess they were important. I mean, in, in the fact they're they're sort of like crappy non crap or non crappy crap. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you ever like? Did you ever go through a Beatles phase? No, I don't like the Beatles. Oh, really? Really. Oh. You just killed one of John's questions. Next question. <laughs> was it Beatles? Well, the Rolling Stones were better than the Beatles. Come on. Oh, see, but like I like the Beatles was the like I got in the Beatles in like third grade through fifth grade. So like, you know, it's the replacements thing. Like they're never going to be like crap to me. <laughs> you know, Mr. King, a budding giant on the chat box. The reason I bring these questions up is because you never know. You, you may be surprised by the answers. Not everything is automatic. Who said that? Well, he or, says, "What a surprise!" You know? Listeners. Oh, oh! I thought that I was like somebody typed all that out. <laughs> no, I said I just said that he said, "What a surprise!" And you never know what you could be surprised by. I yeah, guess. you also don't know who's being sarcastic in the chat. That's box. true. That's true. <laughs> I get my, get my uh, detector out. What does that say? All the crap that's fit to print. There you go. All right. So, uh, Fad, did you come up with a definitive answer or no? I'm going to go with not crap. All right. All right. There we go. Another disagreement among the band. <laughs> That, trying to break you this up. Band's, this band's done. Hopefully we drag this uh, tension into rehearsal. I'm uh, good with that. Uh, the Beatles, obviously, you guys, are Justin crapped them. No, no, it was the other way around, right? I crapped them. Uh, not crap. Not crapping them. Justin, uh, uh, here's a weird one. I'm not sure. Uh, pavement. Crap. crap. I thought that. In unison, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yankees manager Joe Girardi. Uh, not crap. <laughs> Everything involving the Yankees <laughs> is Fucking crap, my man! And there he is. They just showed him. Fed, uh, that's why you said no. I had I, I on just, the list from what, earlier. I, really, I was looking at him I as just, you were saying that. I'm like, oh, John just looked up and nope. asked a random question. I just, <laughs> I just want to point out that Thad, despite his allegiance to the Cleveland Indians, is not his self torture mm. in, in being a, in being a lifetime fan of the uh, of the Indians is not a poor father. He is not enforcing that same <laughs> that same discipline on his children. Correct. That is correct. So I'm not enforcing it either in any way, shape, or form. My dad didn't care about sports, and when I take my kids to the Mets game, it's because I like the Mets, and that's where we're going. We're yeah. not going to the Yankees game. Well, you forced it down their throat to be. What Mets do you fans. mean? Well, what, 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 what game we? That was to Gary go to? Glitter's defense. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gary Glitter forcing things down children's throats. That is saying. Phil Necro, Phil Necro, crap or not crap? <laughs> Let's no, oh, not crap. The uh, the chat box has some uh, crap, not craps for you. Uh, ACDC, not crap. I don't know. Come on, I it's it's a great song. They keep playing wow. it, not th- and they will admit it. All right, fine. They not, admit not, it. Not crap. You're right. Not crap. You're right. <laughs> you the, the crowd beat him into it. Uh, he did. 
crap. Crap. I just turned the Chuck the, Berry. I just turned the fader down because I have Piss. tinnitus and I thought the sound was coming through the headphones. <laughs> it went away. My God, I need to stop wearing. <laughs> uh, you guys both wear uh, uh, earplugs on stage. No, no, and not when we play. Not when you play earplugs yeah. on stage. Me crap, neither. I can't do it. I can't. Crap. I can't hear the band. I thought you did wear earplugs. Mm-mm. You only, I can. You I can barely hear what's going band? on around me without the earplugs. <laughs> right, because I mean, you guys are one of the loudest bands I've ever seen. I, you know, part of the whole thing is, I mean, part of the whole the whole reason to play in in, in not just practice in a in a space is to play loud. I yeah. suppose. Some music, I think, takes on different dimension when it gets like like it's Absolutely. part of part of the music. So what like, you're here to say John Hasty is a big uh, pussy. No, I I don't. I <laughs> I'm mean, just I, kidding, I don't. I think it's entirely responsible. Sure, of course. For people to sort of be to. I can't do it though. I can't hear what's yeah. happening, and I'm. Uh, it's all about me anyway. I'm glad I answered my own question. I am too. <laughs> Crap. Yes. <laughs> The band, yes. The band, the band, oh, yes. Crap. Oh, fucking crap. Absolutely. Owner Worst. of a lonely heart. Would you put yes? I in remember the, the in video. The bottom five bands, classic rock bands ever. No, I mean that's a it's a deep cesspool there. Who <laughs> happens to be floating near the bottom of the, like where, where the where the white bleached crabs suck their nutrients <laughs> and there's like it's, it's the pressure is unlivable exactly. for any other creature and there's no exactly. oxygen and <laughs> some fucking album covers that are like all warped because there's, they've been sitting underwater for millions of years and they're like you can see spaceships on them like that's where that's where the font on yes records actually <laughs> looks like fucking helvetica <laughs> helvetica they're sucking like helium out of a shrimp's ass to stay alive and then Exactly. They, don't, they don't need air and <laughs> hey, water. Yeah, want me to blow your mind? Yes, not crap. Uh, You're yes. not crapping. Yes, I'm not crapping. Yes. And you like later? Yes, like that electronic bullshit <laughs> shit that sounds like like video game car accidents. <laughs> you know that. absolutely nothing about me. It's amazing. <laughs> you haven't paid attention at all. You guys should join a band. Like, well, you, Pat, I have five Yes records, which came with a bunch of records that I bought in a box. You can may have them. Explain you may away. have them all. John's more to know. <laughs> Actually, I promised them to Jody Shapiro, who's another Yes fan. God, I mean, like, I didn't say I was a Yes fan. I'm just not crapping. Them. Okay, fair I just, enough. But like, like, there's a whole like, the, like this canon of stuff that that like you're sort of presented with as a music fan for people, especially people who are like just a little bit older than you. Are like, oh, are you ever into this? Like, Yes or Steely Dan or like or like Talk Talk and like it's like I don't have. I feel like there's so much music which is like more immediately present for me to sort of just go and find out about that I don't need to go back and like understand Yes's back catalog, right? Like right. like I think you know, like I don't I, I bought a record recently that was a that was uh organ music from this guy from Zaire, right? Like there was a whole scene that that must have happened in the world so that that record could end up in my hands, right? Like what was all that about, right? Like, what's what's going on in Zaire? Right? I, I would much rather go, like, get five records from Zaire and listen to them all than be like, no, you really got to get to side six of that, of that like, yes, like, compilation. Side six. That's where it, like, really <laughs> takes off. It's like, life's, I don't know. There's so much, so much music out there that I feel like There's I... There's a lot of content. Yeah, there need is. to take a straight and stronger course and move on back to square. I think. Yes stinks. They're the worst. Have you ever heard the Mighty High song, I Don't Want to Listen to Yes? No. Would you like to? <laughs> no. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Jethro Tull. Crap. Rush. Crap. All right, I, I'm doing this basically for the Milford because I know he loves Russian, yes. Okay. <laughs> the band. Crap. Crap. 
What? Really? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe you could play me six songs and be like, I never heard those. Those are good, I guess. Judas Priest. Oh, not crap. <sighs> Looking at both sides. Both Couple tough ones. I already said not crap. He, I'm, I'm, you know, again, back. God, I hate to. Hell bent for leather. I hate to pigeonhole people like this, but I'm kind of back where I was with a uh, lot of Queen. But <laughs> and in this case, I'm going to say not crap. Yeah. Right. A lot of different. Uh, Phases of Judas Priest, maybe throughout the years, you know. Maybe I don't. I've got maybe like four of the rock. Ted Nugent. <laughs> the Nuge. That's right. Come on, who's voting? Who's who's seriously saying not crap on Ted Nugent? I'll say not crap just to start a fight. <laughs> wow, uh, we got to keep this uh, integral, boys. Uh, the Damned. Crap, crap. I got one. Tom. Petty. Oh, did you go to that? Did you go to that? Uh, you went to that show, right? The, at CBGB's with the that was the Jesus Lizard show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Damned played afterwards. Do you remember I, that? I'm. I was. How old was I? You were. You were. Uh, no, you were. Was, so that was sober though. You I were, doubt it. I doubt I was. So sober. like. So we went to see. This was. Uh, the, the, There's uh, no stories in crap. Not crap. Man. <laughs> well, that's where you're wrong. The quantifying the, the explanations are where the gold is. So Thad and I were both. In, in college, we were both really into the Jesus Lizard, and they played a show at CBGB's, and it was like this sort of showcase. I don't know, remember sort of what it was, mm-hmm. but the show, the record show was recorded at this show, and it was like a number of really great bands at the time that were like at their peak. Jesus Lizard was probably at or maybe just past their peak, but like put on a really good show. Mm-hmm. It was like pitch blend. I think Don Caviar, I think it might have been Flower Booking. I don't remember. Anyway, but then like the big headliner of the night. Flower, oh, I remember. Uh, Rifle yeah, Sport. Yeah. yeah. So, so the big the big headliner of the night was The Damned, right? It was The I Jesus Lizard and then The Damned were playing afterwards. And The Jesus Lizard show was just, you know, it was a Jesus Lizard show. It was just amazing. It was intense. And they were like clearly in their moment at, at that point. And then The Damned were going to come on. And it was all these like, like the whole room shifted of this like, Mass of excited, like <laughs> totally insane, just into it people who sort of eventually drifted back from the sha- from the stage, and these like pale, like ghostly people began to sort of like <laughs> sadly wander up and press themselves up against the monitors and stare at the stage, <laughs> you know. And they're like fucking jacket that said it was like zombies before they were popular. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, someone had painted casualties <laughs> in the back of their black leather jacket with whiteout, right? And like. <laughs> Right. They wow. were they were excited. Hey be- man, those are my friends. They were excited because like they were finally getting to see the damned when like you know they it was long after the damned had sort of like peaked and, and this was totally a nostalgia show. Which you know, granted, all the bands that I just mentioned when they're coming around now are, are that's the experience of seeing them. But like, it was like this replacement of something that was real and authentic and awesome with this like. Mm. The damn, and then he got up in the music and was just like, I was like, oh wow, I don't think I've ever heard any damn songs. It was like after half a song, hey, should we get the fuck out of here? Yeah, <laughs> immediately. Yes, let's go. The damned. <laughs> People on the chat box asking King Crimson. I, I mean, I don't. I, I. Someone could probably convince me I like him. I don't like improvisational music. It seems bloated. Tom, yeah, Tom Petty, crap or not crap? Crap. Good question. Crap. Crap. My crap. Ov- overall crap. Who's that guy? Uh, Captain D farts. Crap. <laughs> That shit is so crap. Yeah. What about uh, Frank Zappa? Oh, oh my God, so not crap. so crap. Oh, you oh. not crap? Oh, <laughs> riff, riff, riff. <laughs> oh, he not crap Zappa. What is your explanation, Thad? You, yeah, you grew up More listening like to Zappa. Uh, there was there, there's a little. <laughs> no, there's, he said just like crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what do you think he drinks? What do you think he drinks? Crap. Oh shit, he's coming out. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> 
<laughs> mad poopy. <laughs> Frank Zappa's mad poopy. Thad, you're not obligated to uh, explain no, no, your no. answer if you don't. Can I? Let's hear it. What you... King Crimson. He's throwing King Crimson. What kind of beers are you guys drinking? Can I? No, 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 no. I want to hear what he said about about Zappa. I said I want to hear it. I uh, there's Frank Zappa probably recorded eight billion songs roughly, and maybe <laughs> three are good. I'll grant you that. Hey, I'm recording I like a... a song right now. <laughs> Don't let the Frank dogs pee Zappa. on Reagan or something is my favorite. Don't you eat no yellow snow? <laughs> Don't you know. eat the yellow snow. <laughs> Italian girls have long fingernails. I can Finger honestly say I probably have never heard of Frank Zappa. Song you probably you have. Valley Girl. Now that's Nothing? Really? I don't think so. <laughs> How about uh, I just kinda the let... one where you can't dance? I got two left feet or whatever the hell he's talking about. I got about two left feet. <laughs> not a note. I'm voting one, not... One leg shorter I'm voting than the not, other. Crap not crap on him. I register his answer. I'm, I'm voting not crap simply because I, uh, he, he had a bad attitude about everything, and I can really respect that. Right. Well, that's a different... Yeah, okay. I got a bad attitude. <laughs> Bob, Bob Marley, crap or not crap? I like when, uh, when, when the uh, jazz musicians get together and all play the xylophone. <laughs> and then, like, Terry Bozio is there. You know, that's Fucking pretty good. Lionel Hamtron. <laughs> Lionel Hamtron. Well, well, it's like Spyro Gyra for intellectuals or some bullshit. Just you know? want to say for anyone what? who's listening, I'm entirely lost. No <laughs> idea. While they what eat the their art- artisanal pickles. <laughs> <laughs> King Diamond. Crap. Crap. Minor Threat. Oh, not crap. Not crap. Just making sure. Ramones. Eh, not crap. Mm. Eh? Wow. Come on, guys. You're, you're in the barrage. Thad, feel free to be yourself, man. There's no judgment to Couldn't even finish the sentence because there is judgment. <laughs> judgment, <laughs> no. Minor threat would not appreciate all this judgment, by the way. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with crap. Wow! wow. All right. Storm your ass out you of this just barrage. just crap the Ramones. <laughs> Holy shit! I like the Ramones, but that's unheard yeah. of. I like it. Did you crap ACDC too? No, no. Justin almost did. Justin got almost. close to crapping ACDC. Well, I, all, I, well, I, I came back. Can I get a drum roll, John? All the uh, Ramones. Roll, can you stop interrupting me? No, I can't. I really can't. Oh, no. Hey. Oh. We have to pay royalties if we sing the song. No. Happy birthday. Now, if it's in Spanish. Feliz. Something, something. Don't pastries. Cumbrella. Hey, here comes Colette with a bunch of cupcakes. Patrick. She's got sparkly candles. Happy birthday. Hey, oh, Chooch. You don't want to get sued, you Chooch. If we're going to use a song, it's going to be this. Wow. It's in the public domain. How nice is this, a Colette? It's actually totally not. Oh. Pat's blowing out the candles on his cake. Happy birthday, Pat. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those trick candles. Look out. Kimba candles coming at you. John, John what just happened here? Explain this to the audience. Uh, Pat just turned 40, and we just blew out his uh, cupcake candles, which Colette was nice enough to bring out for his birthday on a plate. And there are cupcakes for everyone. Thank you, Colette. Sweetheart. Appreciate it. Do you have anything to say, honey? Happy birthday. She's sneezing, and she's leaving. She's like, the fuck with your radio show, weirdo. She's the only so is, is sensible to, person. In is the today house. your actual birthday? That's correct. Today. Yep. Eat the first one so we can eat the rest. I don't. 
I don't do those things. Bottle of red. <laughs> bottle of white. That I do. kind of mood you're in tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Pat. Thank you. You know, she walked in right in the middle like, crap, not crap. Sorry, dude. I had to interrupt. I saw that. <laughs> that was the back. middle? All right. Not crap. Cupcakes. One, one more then for the birthday. The birthday party. Oh, thank you. I'll have one later. <laughs> the band, the birthday party. It, will the austerity program crap or not crap the birthday party? Cliffhanger. Come back. Find out. I get the sense if I knew enough about them, I'd probably like them, but they were, they were definitely before my time. Never got into them. Ditto. Kansas? Oh, my God. <laughs> so crap. <laughs> helmet? Oh, not crap not at crap. all. Wow. Zebra. Easy to not crap helmet. Quick oh, yeah. on the not crapping helmet. Zebra? Zebra from Long Island. <laughs> White trash. Gore. Uh, tough to, tough no, to crap them, I mean, right? I mean, it's yeah, tough. No, you can't too crap soon. Him. You can't crap Too him. soon. No. Way too soon. No, no it's not about that. Just it's, came out. it's not about that. It's, no, but, it's but tough the, to I, crap a band like that. Yeah, I mean, the universe should have something like that in it. And actually, the right. universe should probably have a lot more of that in it. I'm I mean, not I, I'm not going to buy any of it, but... No, I'm not going right. to sit there and, and put a, a Gwar record on. I don't want to listen to it. The Good Rats, crap or not crap? What? The Good Rats? Felix Cavalieri's? All right, we're done. Uh, <laughs> one more. Minutemen. Not crap. Oh, not crap. I, Fire I, hose. Uh, oh, I'd, I'd say I'd say not crap. I actually listened to more Fire Hose records than Minutemen. Just cause, really? Yeah, well, just because the people who were sort of... John Hasty actually, is, as a sort of gateway person of playing oh, music for sure. me. I just bought this the other day. Oh, man. I, I don't have it on fucking vinyl. I listened to that, that, see, so that is Fire Hose raging full on. Like, I listened to that a lot. And, like, I, nobody, yeah. no one who was older than me who was giving me music had copies of Double Nickels on the Dime, so I never heard that record. Oh, man. Well, you know, it, it took me a while to get into the Minutemen because it, it kind of sounded a little too, like, uh, white boy funky for me in the beginning, you mm-hmm. know? And then you hear the, a couple of the albums and you're like, holy shit, you realize what is that? And then you have an awakening. As far as Fire Hose goes, Ed from Ohio is enough to make you quit the fucking business. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard he's terrible now, but that's not besides the point. Anyway, thank what's, you. What, what's what's your what's your thing on fire hose and uh, minimum? Oh, that, uh, both of them are not crap. Oh, Thad's not crapping both of them. Okay, well, very good. Thank you. I, the I was really program. into fire hose in in high school. They were they yeah, were good too, band. Right? John, don't you have two more questions for him? Do I? I do. Which I have a question. The ones about their their their. Oh, oh! I have a question for Thad. Yes, please. Oh, come well, on. I, what do you think, like, of subjects, what do you think you and I would disagree about the most? Math, science, history, anything. My- Pro- probably science, because I, uh, I still think that the uh, sun goes around the earth. But Whereas. <laughs> no. No, we're, we're, I think we're okay I, on that. I thought it was some kind of microfinancial... <laughs> You seriously in charge of splitting this band up tonight? By the way, no, no, not, I, they'll I'm, never split up. I'm they wondering, love each like, other. what would be what would like honestly begin to sort of get? Th- I mean, there's no at this point. There's we're there's we're not going to fight with each other like for real. So like, what if like, Thad like carjacked a dude and then it was like, <laughs> hey man, I don't know. Like I was on can... I was on coke. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but you it's know, like, gotta forgive me. I, I need if, you to. I, I need bail money. If, can you give like, me Hulahan's money because I need it for the bail money? Yeah, bail money. Good luck getting any money out of this guy. No, Can't no even get a text money. back, and those are free. <laughs> not on my plan. <laughs> oh, is that the problem? You have a, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm frugal. Yeah, well, you go back. Coming to your in house. is number five in the countdown. Text back. <laughs> you go back into your house tonight and drive my fucking money back here, motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's right there waiting for you, wherever you go. Just like Richard. Marks. Whatever you do. Wow, so, John. Um, 
Yeah, I because um, no, but even like with the carjacking thing, it's like you know when you've when you're like we've known each other for what twenty twenty years? something yeah yeah. Something. I mean at that point it's like. If you know, I gotta be the guy who's gotta stand up on like TV and be like, I fucking carjacked the dude. He shouldn't have done that. But like, he's been acting funny lately, and he's really nice around puppies. Like, someone's gotta be, someone's gotta be that guy. Are there, like, are there, Fuck! Why'd you make me have to be that guy? I've, I've made everyone that has ever been near me who's not a family member has has to take the oath that if something happens to me, they they go on the news and they say, yep. He had it coming. Because I hate seeing the news. Oh, he was the best person. How could this happen? He was a straight-A student. Exactly. He was a wonderful yeah. darling. He, he was, was my the best darling. Nope. Play with my kids every week. <laughs> We're not talking about Gary Glitter here again. Come on. Uh, does, does, uh, you know, do, do elements of Thad's fiscal conservative <laughs> bother you? And, like, if he make, hits a wrong note in a band in practice, are you like... That fiscal conservative, that bastard. I knew I shouldn't have had him around, you know? No. <laughs> if that comes if that comes out during uh, playing a show, then he's not concentrating on what he's doing, and I'll bet you he's fucking up worse than I am. I love when Thad starts a thread on Facebook because all these other teachers and intellectual guys start, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is like a real conversation like people are having, even though they're kidding around. Like, I'm like, I, I love I love to gawk at it, <laughs> and then and then inter- you're a fucking voyeur. Interject with like some bullshit, some unresearched <laughs> bullshit. I pull I pulled out of my ass. Ass, you know? and then you're, like you're some no other t- different than the rest of that team. Then, <laughs> <laughs> how much research do you think I do before I post something on Facebook? <laughs> Give me a fucking break. I think a lot. All right, are we? Are, are we you, done? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, well, I think you're a smart guy. You're, you know what you're talking about. I don't think you would post something when? you didn't know. What, I don't Where? You, no, I don't think you would post something that you didn't believe. I'm gonna. You know you. Don't. I'm gonna post something. That's absolute bonkers <laughs> just to prove you wrong. And like 10 people come in and agree with you. You know? <laughs> My last two questions, guys. He's right. These are the most important questions oh, of the night. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, you don't have a favorite crocus tape, right? <laughs> we'll get that out of the way. And yeah. uh, Thad, Thad I, uh, I'm sure we've asked Justin. Thad, when you uh, go to the bathroom, do you wipe standing up or do you remain seated? Seriously? Yeah. You're asking me about how I shit? We, we ask every guest no, this question. No, it's post-shit. Post-shit? Um, I actually... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you more than you care to know. Yes. Because, because I'm Italian. So I'm going to tell you more about my bodily functions than you care to know. Are you ready? Now that's Italian. Are you ready? The, the music Thank should you. tell you. Okay. It used to be stand-up. And I changed to sitting down because I found a traitor to you, John. He's a traitor. Because I found that it was easier to get the. the I have three boys, Maron. and I was tired of there always being streaks in the underwear because they were standing up and it was too punched up and they weren't getting in there and getting clean. So I had to show them a new a way to do it. Script. So now it's sit down. Wow, that sucks. But it used to be stand up. Justin's we've we've got his answer. Unbelievable. Well, are you are you in the bathroom with your children while they're pooping? I just kind of pretend like hey, whatever goes on in there is like Las Vegas. 
how how kids don't know how to just i mean yeah, they don't know how to wipe you, their ass in the wild yeah when did you start adopting that thing it's like true. when you're still in diapers like i don't know change it yourself <laughs> i'm just over here watching tv that's wrong I, I did the laundry today and i got a i got a whiff of kid duty <laughs> and i was oh my god the laundry the kid laundry duty. never ends kid duty was like the fucking <laughs> wackest mc in the early 80s <laughs> the, kid duty's good he's suing the beastie voice <laughs> the laundry is like the side b of this Austerity program album it never ends. Guy, what what do you say, Justin? You refuse to answer? Oh yeah, I'm I'm entirely in the refuse to answer cat. Okay, cool. Thanks, yeah. And uh, what's the la- who's the biggest asshole in rock he- and roll you've ever met? That we've ever met? Yeah, Justin. Encounter. <laughs> <laughs> Your own really band in rock and so roll. Good. Have you ever met someone who was just like a total dick and you want to call him out <laughs> right now? Because that'd be great for my show. I feel I feel like most of the people who we've run into who are just like. Are not worth like wasting your breath on. Like, actually, pretty. This is, the, I guess, that's the nice thing about being at it for a long time. Is like mm-hmm. you develop the things. You're just sort of like, yeah. I wish I'd never met that person. I wish I could just forget them. After a while, like you figure out a way to just forget them, right? Like, yeah. DJ from the Hi-Fi said one of the fucking most accurate things I think I've ever heard on that topic, where he said that um, he goes, "It's really interesting." He goes, "People who make the most aggressive, angry music are the nicest people ever." The people who make the most twee, accessible music <laughs> are the biggest true. fucking yeah, dicks. It's true. That Elliot Smith, he carjacked me once. I, I, don't get me started on that guy. But, I mean, I think, like, it's... Uh, he hit me with a Grammy. To, like, <laughs> I'm... <laughs> it's Grammy right through his, the chest. His Grammy? If it was if it was Italian. Stab myself in the his, chest with a Grammy. <laughs> Pierced my heart. Called his bubby. So, <laughs> the, the... I mean, I, I actually think, like... I I will not remember all the assholes who I run into because they they disappear. But like I will totally remember a number of the folks who like you're like just absolute durable, personal, wonderful influences. Maybe I'm life. a bad person. I remember the assholes. Who like who's who do you who? who? Oh, well, let's start with calling a neutron. I mean, <laughs> no, I don't know how much time. I, do you have? I haven't met people. I thought you guys maybe in in your in your travels in your record label travels or something like that would meet somebody. Anyway, it's a, a standard question I, I ask everyone. Let's wrap what, this what, up. What else do people come up with? That's uh, enough out of you guys. That's fine with me. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, Justin and Thad from the Austerity Program. Thank Coming you very much for having us. Yeah. Thanks really for appreciate having it. Us. Good show. And uh, you can find the Austerity Program's new album. Oh, Brian McCann with the drive of the game. There, he's sliding into third for <laughs> no he, reason apparently. Just like to he get wipes his, standing up. Just to get his uniform dirty to look like he played today. Did the Yankees win? I think four to two. Oh, I well, have a sound clip for that. <laughs> Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? That's not it. <laughs> On a base in front of no, that's him. Not it. He- Nick in Bohemia, what's up, Nick? If you if you guys notice, listen, you could barely hear. After he sp- finishes speaking, he starts breathing. Nick in Bohemia, what's up, Nick? <sighs> he does it now. If you listen to the I, Frank I, could, I couldn't hear because you were too busy immediately Bohemia, commenting on up, top Nick? of it. He's gonna crack Nick in Bohemia, what's up, Nick? He does it e- after everything he says. Usually, people when they finish speaking take a breath inward. And it ne- you can never listen to the fan the same way after that. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Thank you, guys. Go get Austerity win. Programs. The Austerity Programs new album on Control Burn Records. I, I hate to make it more difficult, yes, but please. I think the website is actually austerityprogram.com. It's true. Get Just Google DRI and it'll come up. Google Austerity Program. <laughs> And I have one more song. No one wants to listen to Yes. They both crapped Yes. 
Here is I Don't Want to Listen to Yes by the band called yes. The Mighty High. And thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week, hopefully. Thanks, guys. Peace. Don't peace my show. Facebook. Brad Weisenberg, you're on the air. Caller, you're on the air. Caller, you're on the air. I have a game for you, John, if you'd like to play it. Okay, go ahead. Shoot. All right, I'm asking for the best songs by a number of famous bands. I want you guys to fight about it. Let's go. All right. Go go, go ahead. I'm in. Best, yeah. best songs right. by famous bands, and we're going to fight about it. All right. You being ironic, or are you going to play this game, John? I'm ready to go. We're serious. You hard on? I'm always ready. Beatles, best song. Uh, the Beatles' best song is... Uh, oh, I, I, you want quick answers, right? I'll just uh, rip out uh, Helter Skelter because I'm a jerk. I'm going to say a Revolver. That's an album. Oh, wait. I want to change my answer to And Your Bird Can Sing. And Your Bird Can Sing is a very good one. Uh, wow. This is tough. Chrome Crisp Coating. <laughs> <laughs> crumb, crumb, crisp coating. This is tough. Uh, Adam, uh, and tomorrow yeah. never knows. One, two, four, yeah. Whoops, that was an accident. <laughs> it really was. Well, this game is off to a wonderful start. The uh, correct answer getting is better. A, is a day in the life. A day in the life by the Beatles. Uh, and begin. All right, next question. ACDC best song. Ooh, oh man, dude! Night Prowler. 
Justin saying back in black. Thad saying you shook me all night long. I'm going to say... Um, no, it's fucking... Uh, It's a long way to the top or night prowler no, for me. Oh, it's it's fucking the one with the bagpipes. Oh, that is long way to the top. Yeah, yeah. So you're going with the long way to the top. I'll no, stick with night prowler. I'm going that's with what you want to do. In the beginning, there oh, uh, was sound. Let there be rock. The correct yes. answer. Correct answer is highway to hell. But I would have also accepted a whole lot of Rosie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> correct answer is highway to hell. Next question, please. Who is Alex Trebek? Blondie. Blondie. The, the, the best song by Blondie. The correct answer is that rap song is bullshit. Yes. And uh, it sucks. And I will say, uh, hanging on a telephone. Correct. Dang. Yeah. You're the best around. Because you stole it. going to ever keep me down. Thank you, Brad. Next question. John, currently one. Pat, an Australian program, zero. <laughs> Tommy, not playing. Tommy, I don't even worry Beastie Boys, best song. Oh, this is really Beastie tough Boys? for me, dude. Yeah, oh, Beastie Boys. What is that, oh, Justin? It's, uh, it's B-Boys making with the Freak Freak. Only, only really? Because, only because of the sample in the middle. Deep cut. Yeah, that, that's exactly. the sample, right? That's the best sample in all of I've been making with the Freak Freak so unique. I've been something with the elders now. It's time to speak. Yeah, that is a good sample. I would not pick that one. Man, shit. It's uh, four and three and two and one. What? When I'm on a mic, the suckers run. Well, that's my choice. Um, no. Down with that rock in my DNA. Very, and I very got more juice than because it's got paint. I'll go shake your rump, but I would have also accepted Nettie's girl. <laughs> very good choice. Mm. Shake your rump is a great, great Beastie Boys song. At least top five for me. Man, I love Pass the Mic. I got to put Pass the I was Mic in the top Pass the five. Mic was going to be my choice, too. Ooh, oh, man. Uh, fucking uh, even So What You Want is a big hit. I, I love that song. It pass still the holds mic, up for me. But Pass the Mic fucking has it when they, when they change the drum beats with all the every time they're they're singing. Yeah, that's the, that's the remix. The, the, the no, it best, does that in the album version. The best Beastie Boys album is Check Your Head and I Will Fight All of You. You guys are selecting all solid gold. Those are all great choices. Let's move on with the game. Yeah. Shellac. Oh, best shellac song. Dude, I love Spoke. I, I can't I can't get enough of it. It's the weirdest it's not a it's not even a shellac song. All right, so uh, Justin saying Wing Walker, obviously a popular choice. I'm saying uh, my black ass. My black ass from Pat. Prayer to God, but Doris would have also been acceptable. Ah, fuck Prayer to God. I don't like that song too much. My black ass just the oh, way it Thad, taps in is perfect. Thad's agreeing with you with Prayer to God. Thad is a, gets a point. Their player song would also been acceptable. Give me the Ramones. What's, What's your the, best song by wait, the Ramones? Ooh, best song. Time out. Bicycle song. Justin's changing it. It's their, the second song on Terraform. No, 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 no. The bicycle song is, is on the new record. They, they oh, on the new record. I just love the the WKRP in Cincinnati vocals on Spoke. The lyrics that make no sense. And that that song's been around since for fucking twenty years, and they finally put it on an album. Anyway, what's the answer? Tell me about the tell me about the Ramones. What's the best record? What's the best song? Well, the best record is Leave Home for me, and even mm. though the first one, I will accept that too. The best Ramones song is 
fucking commando. Mm. No, the best remote song is Today Your Love, Tomorrow the World. My book actually goes to Rockaway Beach. Uh, not a bad choice. You can't really go wrong, you know. You can't if if I don't if I don't get a chance to speak, I'm not playing. Patrick. It's his birthday. Is it still technically? Yes, it is. Who cares? I do. Patrick. Two Walsh, more questions. Are, what, Two more questions. At? Led Zeppelin. Wait. What's the best Led Zeppelin song? I want to know what Pat thinks is the best Ramon song for us. Yeah, let's let's go on. Let's move on with the game. <laughs> uh, best Zeppelin song. Uh, That's easy uh, for me. Uh, What's that? You're you're the biggest Zeppelin fan I know. What is that one? Oh, that's, uh, Hot sauce for nowhere. Right, um, Hot sauce for hairdo. <laughs> well, I know my answer is always good times, bad times. Simplest, most rocking Zeppelin song. First song on the first album. Or you could go communication breakdown. There are three correct answers here. You can go to Cashmere, Good Times, Bad Times, or Friends. Yes, give me a point. Wait, what was the last one? Friends? You're the best. Around? You're the best. You're the best. Around. Because you stole it. going to ever keep me down. You're the best. What do you guys say, Austerity Program, who is now off mic and is relaxing in the green room? When the levy breaks, Justin says. That's a good choice. Thad, you going with that? <laughs> That's staring... Yeah, because I don't know the names of any of them. <laughs> then it says Dyer Maker. I'm sticking with fucking... Oh, it's your Ooh. maker? I'm putting four sticks in the top five, too, by the way. You could take all those fruity reggae jams and shove them straight up your keister. Final best song question. What's the best song by The Replacements? Ooh. Dude. I love album openers, and I want to love IOU, but it's not the best replacement song. Stuck in the middle. Oh, that's good. Crumb. Not yet. Crumb crisp. Hmm. Best replacement song. Man, this is tough. The correct answer would be fuck school. Yeah. Uh, Thad saying fuck school, which is a great. Fuck school, fuck school, fuck my school. Uh, the best replacement song is Can't Hardly Wait. Unfortunately, I have to go with the crowd. No. The best replacement song is Happy Birthday, Pat Walsh. Oh. Thank you. You're the best. He's the birthday gal. <laughs> oh, dip. Birthday. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. All right. I'd like Thanks, that. Brad. That's the Brad Weisenberger band game, everybody. Some bonus beats for you, ladies and gentlemen. Bonus beats. Let's get the hell out of here and play some poker. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Brad. I hope to see you next week. I really do. You better show up here. I'll be there. I'll be there. Really? 100%? I'll be there. All right. No bullshit. I'll be there. That was a fresh keg on deck. We'd have, well, then, then you've heard it here first. We could have Brad in live on Friday, which is also coincides with uh, Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals, which we'll be watching and freaking out over on the air. So that'll be a lot of fun. One, two, fuck you. <laughs> looking, <laughs> looking forward to see you, man. Later, Brad. Hey, this is Woody High from the band Mighty High. <laughs>